PWP Nation, where wrestling discussion lives. Well, hello there. Dukes, Keith, and Griff here from the Anything But Credible podcast, a.k.a. the ABC Pod. Fellas? Hollow. Oh, hello. We're here to let you know that you could be possibly missing out on the best podcast ever created, aside from the Offended podcast, of course, and you don't want to be missing that. Now, what makes us the best? Griff? Uh, yeah. Great. Keith? Uh, exactly. Look, I'll keep it really simple for you. Crazy people, crazy news, crazy theories, crazy uncredible. That's right. We made that word up. Griff, Keith, say something crazy for me. Quarter Russia wants you to believe in Finland. real. Nice. Look, you can find us just about anywhere that you get your podcasts, especially Apple Podcasts. Also, don't forget to hit us up on Facebook at ABC Pod. That's ABC POD. Twitter at underscore ABC Pod and Instagram at ABC Podcast. Check in with us for a new episode every Monday and join the conspiracy to commit stupid. We will see you then and shout out to the offended podcast. Adios. Later, guys. Like you more than a friend. Welcome to Offended, presented by PWP Nation. It's your good brothers, Tricky and Stoutsy. What's up, AEW Marks? <laughs> Shots fired already, dude. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no, dude. We just lost all of our WWE listeners now. Good job. That's right. They're probably fucking, like, 55 years old waiting for Goldberg to come back or something. I just can't believe people defend the main roster right now. Like NXT, I get. Like we're not, we don't rip on NXT, but like, dude, the main roster is horrible right now. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's not like we're not meaning more or less the uh, wrestlers, just the fucking right. It's the, the shit it's, they're it's, putting it's up for us. Yeah, but we'll get into all that yeah. in a little bit. We're changing up the format today. See how we like it or not. Um, got a new segment face and heel of the week that we're going to do in a little bit basically Woo-hoo. ripping off uh, part of my take basically that's what we're doing hot seat cool throw but it's heel face I like it <laughs> I like it I was just like working the other day driving around in the car and I was just like we need new we need segments we need segments on our show like yeah a little something mm-hmm. I like it thanks we get the thank like big it. cat and PFT yeah <laughs> Thanks, guys. Which I think they got it from ESPN. So, yeah, you know, everybody gets something from from somewhere. It's like you know, it's like a super kick or a DDT. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no RKO without a diamond cutter, right? And we're not Barstool. We're a different company, so you know, it's like we use those moves yeah. are free and open for us. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead and sue us, David. No, don't say that. He might. No. <laughs> All right, uh, but we're getting things started with the MLB playoffs. Uh, the St. Louis Cardinals fucking uh, just moving on, raping the Atlanta Braves in the first inning yesterday, where they scored 10 yeah. runs in the first inning in game five. That was a shocker. Did not oh, see sh- that coming. Oh, shit, <laughs> After we dude. haven't 
haven't hit the ball for like two weeks. So just decide to fucking come out firing. I missed the first five runs because I was playing the show on PlayStation, and I was like, "Oh, you know, I'll check in." You know, and like I thought, that, like it was gonna be like a minute. Nope. <laughs> I like tuned in. I'm like, "What? <laughs> like, what's going on?" Yeah, I uh, I was watching it, and I was just like, "What? What the fuck is this team doing right now?" I said, "Who are these guys?" No doubt, this isn't the Cardinals. Well, they're they're playing pissed off. I was actually kind of mad because I was just like, "All right, well, let's just get this game over with." <laughs> I was like, "Let's just go to the ninth inning already." I know. I said the same thing to my grandpa yesterday. He was like, "So, how about that Cardinals game today?" I was like, "I, I was like, I got kind of bored after the first inning." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Ah, oh, son of a bitch, this kind of." <laughs> this kind of sucks now. I mean, it's awesome, but like, yeah, I think we, uh, I think we now have the record for most runs in a post in in the f- first, maybe like a single inning in the postseason or something like that. I don't yeah, know. It's the most runs scored in one inning uh, in the National League history, maybe MLB history. Yeah, it's fucking impressive. But uh, yeah, another trip to the NLCS. It's like our fucking. Uh, think it's our it's our fifth time in nine 11, years 12. yeah yeah because we went 11 12 13 14 yeah then missed 15 16 17 18 but yeah here we are right back in it again typical cardinals somehow love pulling it off love it can you imagine if we won the world series this year no oh, it'd be nuts i wouldn't be surprised like the blues won the cup cardinals win the world series i'll get healthy and never see a trophy for another fucking <laughs> 70 years i'll purposely poison you yeah, yeah. No, it's exciting. Uh, big, uh, exciting first round of the MLB playoffs. So, like the Yankees sweeping the Twins, but we got three game fives. One of them's going on right now with Houston and uh, Tampa. Houston's winning, yep, uh, which I like Houston, so fine with it. Yeah, I'm okay yeah. with it. But this exciting. playoffs, I feel then, like, is wide open. Yeah, it is now in the NL. I mean, I, th- I like our odds now, but Washington's also a good team. And uh, right. the playoffs, Any- anybody can beat anybody. Anybody can make a comeback. You got uh, the choker, Clayton Kershaw, throwing seven pitches and just fucking blowing the game yesterday. I was, yeah, I was funniest, say, like, funniest thing ever. Kershaw came <laughs> in, and he, like, he struck out the first batter he faced, didn't he? I believe so, yeah. And then, because he only came in for one pitch in the seventh, right? Or for one batter in the seventh, right? Uh no two because he gave up the two home, he gave back up he gave up back to back home runs on back to back pitches. No, I know wasn't that in the eighth though? Because wasn't there uh, the first home run wasn't off of somebody else and they brought in Kershaw and then he finished off the inning then he came back in and then gave up the back to back home runs didn't he? Mm, possibly I wasn't watching more or less the whole game but I turned it on right when they got the back to back home runs but Clayton yeah, he Martinez. Came in like this, yeah, I was about to say, it's like, fuck, who would you rather have, Clayton Kershaw or Carlos Martinez? <laughs> but uh, Clayton Kershaw is just afraid of uh, Matt Adams. All His whole playoff thing started like back when uh, Matt Adams was on our team and hit this fucking bomb off of him to uh, like late in the game to give us the Dude. lead. And then he's just never been, the sense, never been the same in the playoffs since. You know, I don't necessarily blame Kershaw here. I mean, even though, like, yeah, he choked again. But at the same time, as a manager of the, if you're the manager of the Dodgers and you know that Kershaw is kind of like uh, iffy in the postseason, why would you put him in as a reliever here? Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's <laughs> like I don't know. You're up, it's you're just up one of those three things nothing. It's, it's one of those things where it's like he's just so good that you just hope that it, it works out. But 
it's just uh that's just the baseball gods for you poor guy i just don't understand like why would you like i would never never in a million years put clayton kershaw in the relief when you're up three nothing and he's a fucking starter save him for the next round you don't need him right here uh yeah but you got to get the win so you throw your best out there and he's one of the best but it's just he says the playoffs just got him i love it that's hilarious sucks sucks for that guy because he's a really good pitcher oh he's a future hall of famer it's gonna make for a great documentary one day yeah because dodgers yeah they've never won the world series they lost the last two years haven't they uh yeah they just can't they just can't get the big one they just can't get it done they got the one like the highest payrolls they got a good team they just can't fucking win fucking hilarious i love it and then the minnesota twins are just uh how they even make the playoffs <laughs> well i mean they're a pretty good team they hit a lot of home runs but the yankees are just the yankees are just better they're just way better i hate the yankees dude the yankees look like a bunch of grown men playing little kids in that series yeah that was uh that was sad for the yank for the twins because I, I like their team but yankees are just good that's why if, if Tampa Bay somehow comes back and wins today, Tampa Bay has no chance against the Yankees, in my opinion. But no, and I think like as like the later these, as the later like the playoffs go on, especially in baseball, it seems like the more time you have off, the worse you're going to play. Like in future rounds, like we've seen that happen so many times with baseball. Yeah, well, it happens in. I mean, fuck, look at the NHL playoffs. True. Sit off or fucking. You sweep a team, and then you sit for fucking a week and a half, maybe, and <laughs> or you're like end up Boston. playing the Blues, and you fucking lose the Stanley Cup. Yeah, you're like Boston, where you uh, don't play for eleven days. It was a, they tied the NHL record, didn't they? Yeah, something like that. Then I think Boston. I think back to the 2006 World Series too, where Detroit. I forget who they swept uh, to make it to the World Series, but we ended up going what seven games against the Mets. Yeah, and they just looked. I mean, we beat them pretty easily in the World Series that year. It was we won what? Yeah, five it games? was. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was five games. Yeah, we we beat them pretty easily. Yeah, they just had. I forget. Ah, fuck. Who did they sweep? I forget who they swept, but uh, yeah, oh. they just they just had some time off, so it wasn't uh wasn't pretty for them. Fucking Jake Allen with the incredible save. Yeah, as we're recording this right now, Blues are playing Ottawa. Ottawa's win two nothing. Jake Allen, unbelievable save. Don't hear that very often. No, not at all. Did you see it? Um, Ooh. watch right now. I, I might be delayed on you. So, Ooh. I was at this two on zero. Oh wow! Yeah, just saw it. Big save! Oh, wow, wow, look at yeah. that. <laughs> Damn. There you go, Jake. No doubt. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited for the Cardinals. It's fun. I mean, they're kind of a mediocre team, and somehow they're pulling it off. But Well, I don't think uh, the Nationals are even, like, all that great. Like, the NL is wide open. I think the Yankees yeah. are going to steamroll whoever they play next. Uh, no, if it's the Astros, the Astros are going to beat them. Oh, I, you know what? I take that back. forgot that the Astros were the other team left. Yeah, the Astros are just really fucking good. Yeah. Tampa Bay's just giving them a hard time. Which but, is weird. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they got well, they got they got Tommy Wham Wham Bam Fam on there. That guy just fucking is full of emotion, and I love it. So he's just driving that team. They also have the worst fucking fans in baseball. 
They only show up in the playoffs. God damn it. Well, Ottawa just scored again. So anyway, oh, that's um, good. I'm going to turn on the baseball game now. But with that being said, uh, going into the next round, who do you have one in between uh, Cardinals and Nationals? I'm going to go Cards. I'm going to say Cards and Six. Cards, yeah. I'm going to go Cards and Five. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I'm going to give them six games. Unless they fucking keep hitting, which I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't trust our offense very much. I don't know, man. They seem fired up right now. Ah, well, I mean, yeah, fucking big win, but they were fired up going into the uh, playoffs and couldn't hit a goddamn ball to save their life. So, baseball's a weird game. You got to show up and play. Anybody about, can beat anybody, but how about uh, Yadier Molina with the little uh, Undertaker fucking throat slash after the, the walk off the other day? Yeah, after uh, Acuna did it the uh, game before, Yadier gets him right back with it. Yachty looks like he would kill somebody. Acuna was just like, <laughs> hey, we got you. Molina's like, I'm going to kill you. Like, Yeah. Uh, Yachty would definitely kill somebody. I, I have I have reason to believe Yachty has ties to uh, like the cartel in some way, and I mean that like the best way possible. <laughs> I feel like he's just untouchable wherever he is. And... He's, just the, he's just the man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So with Astros, uh, with the win, well, they're winning right now. Assuming that the Astros will win this game and they play the Yankees, who do you have coming out of the ALCS? Uh, I'm gonna go Stros in seven. Uh, yeah, I think I agree with you on that too. Yeah, I hope that series goes seven. It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. It will be. Oh, David Perron. What? Wow, David Perron scored. Oh, nice. Um, it would be kind of cool to see a Cardinals Yankees World Series though. When's the last time that happened, if ever? Uh, oh man, it's been a while. It's like yeah, it's 40s, happened, wasn't it? Uh, maybe for some reason I was thinking twenties, uh, but it's definitely been probably sooner than that. Actually, I don't know. I don't know. It's been quite a long time, but yeah, I'd like a. I like to see the Yankees and the uh, Cardinals, but also I don't want to get raped by the card by the Yankees. I don't think we would. Mm, I think we would. I think Let's if we make it to way. the World Series, I think it's going to be tough. Let's put it this Ash, way. A lot of people just, thought we were going to get raped by the Braves. A lot of people thought the Braves were just going to sweep us. Well, those people are idiots, but the Yankees and the Astros are way better than most of the teams in the NL. I, so I agree. A lot of baseball experts, though, were picking Braves and Yankees for the World Series. Not a terrible pick, but no, nah, I, I just think the AL is way better than the NL. Oh, this but, year, yes. I mean, uh, uh, I don't know, man. Past few years, the AL has been pretty damn good. I don't remember the last time the NLs won. Oh, the Cubs. Yeah, beat the Cubs, yeah. Yeah, well, fuck the Cubs. <laughs> fuck the Cubs sitting at home. Fuck them. Oh, right. oh, 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 two on one. Oh, 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 my God. Off the post, we almost tied it up. Isn't it three Son nothing? Bitch. No, it's two to one. Oh, my phone fucked up then. My phone yeah. said Ottawa scored. No, that must have been the David Perron goal you missed. No, it says it's three to one. No, I got two to one on my TV. It says three to one. It's... Okay. 
All right. Well, your phone, your phone's dumb. Yep. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Game one Friday for the Cardinals. Game two on Saturday. It uh, probably just stressed me out a bunch, as usual, as playoff sports do. So, but it'll be fun. Good to have playoff baseball in St. Louis in October. Gives you something to do. Yep. Fuck. I mean, this city would get explode if we won a World Series this year. Yeah, I'd be nuts. <laughs> It'd be nuts. And then we go on to win the XFL championship. I'm boycotting. I'm boycotting the XFL. Fuck you, Vince McMahon. You're basically Stan Kroenke to me. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so you know, you know what's going to happen if we make it to the World Series, right? Um. No. Fucking the first game that we play at home, you're gonna see like a blues player come out the Stanley Cup. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah, that's that would fire up that fucking crowd, man. Yeah, and you know Molina's like, let's fucking go, like. <laughs> yeah, Molina's definitely feeding off the fucking blues run. It's been oh, saying it like all year for sure. It's just awesome. I fucking god, I hope we get one for him and Adam Wainwright before they get out of here. No doubt. That'd be awesome. Yeah, for sure. Moving on, uh, it was also announced this past week that PlayStation 5 will come out in a holiday 2020 season. Uh, I don't, like, I'm stoked for it, but it's like, how can the graphics get better than they already are? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess unless you have, like, a 4K TV, which I don't. Which I do. I guess it would get better, but I don't know. The system looks kind of... I mean, I like that the system looks different. Uh, did they, they release I, I haven't seen the picture of the system yet. Oh, uh, you haven't seen the picture of it? Uh-uh. Oh, yeah, it's just like a big black box that's like indented with like a V. If that makes any sense? I think that... I don't know if that's like the legit... That's the picture that's been going around a lot, so I'm assuming that's it. I don't know. It's kind of weird looking. Um, it's still going to play disc, and it's backwards compatible to the PS4, which is kind of cool. I guess. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I doubt I get one. I'll probably get one. I don't really have a reason to. Like I said last week I'm pretty close to just selling my PS4. I really don't. I think I'm uh just out of the video game world. Yeah, what? The, I feel like that just came out of nowhere. Ah, no, nothing really excites me anymore <laughs> about games. Probably just because I fucking oh, oh, blues tied up, baby. Uh. I guess, uh, oh, Sunny Days, of course, Oscar Sunquist. Sorry, I got to stop interrupting with the Blues game here. But uh, I don't know, man. I just like, I guess probably from just being stuck at home the last like year from being sick and playing a bunch of video games, I'm just kind of like, uh, nothing really stimulates me anymore. So it's just like, I don't know. Like, I realized it when I realized I'm probably not going to buy NHL 20. I was like, okay, I'm, uh, I don't know. I just get bored easily now. Yeah, dude, just get out of your house. Yeah, I'm fucking trying. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm stoked. I just saw that picture. I've seen that. That's been like around for a while. That V. Yeah, it's kind of weird. The I don't V-box, think that's it. The V station. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's it. But because I've seen that like a year ago. Yeah, I don't know. That's not. I don't know. Unless it could be true, but I don't know. It's weird. Mm-hmm. I feel like though if they would announce it, they would release the image of it you would think at least now they'll probably drop that at their i think playstation has their own like e3 that they'll do or they'll fucking probably show it at e3 next year 
Ah, uh, very true. But yeah, I'm not surprised it's going to be the holiday season either. Makes makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, PlayStation Four was the holiday what? season. Only four hundred, I think. PlayStation Four was pretty cheap compared to like PS Three was like seven hundred dollars. Yeah, PS Three was yeah, it was up there, and then they dropped the price. They realized it just doesn't need to be that expensive. Mm-hmm. Well, that's where they fucked them because Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty was like yeah, way cheaper than the PS Three, and then PS Four was like, all right, we're done letting yeah. Xbox have like the reins. And then they realized that the Xbox One, everybody kept getting like the red ring of death and was like, damn, I should have just paid 700 and got a PlayStation 4. Right. <laughs> or the PS3, whatever it was. That's, I mean, yeah, that, the is, PS3. that is the main reason why I will not buy another fucking Xbox. Yeah. Never had one, never will. Nope. Had one three times. Yeah. Not worth it to me. No, it's not. It's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Not my forte. No, so should be excited though. I love the people that are like, fucking really like holiday twenty twenty. I'm like, yeah, bro, that's like been the thing for like a decade now. Like it comes out the holidays because there's Black Friday and it's Christmas time, and that's when people spend money on gifts. Like people get, just need the bitch. Get, get over it. It's not going to drop like fucking in April for your goddamn Easter basket. People just want to bitch about anything and everything, dude. <laughs> I know. All right. It's like Jesus Christ. Right. So, well, uh, before we move on, Hotbox Hockey, founded in Orange County, California, but based in St. Louis, Missouri, Hotbox Hockey is a lifestyle hockey brand infusing hockey and cannabis culture. They are the plug for hockey apparel, delivering threads, the pylons, beauties, and rockets alike. They draw inspiration from the generates, booze hounds, burnouts, skids, home dressers, and other various benders while mixing in some coastal vibes. So remember the stretch before and after you play it as the old adage goes. Puff, puck, pass. Puff, puck, pass. Hotbox Hockey. Hotboxhockey.com or puffpuckpass.com. Either one works. Go check them out. Hotbox Hockey. All right. Time for Face Heel of the Week. New segment here. Let's go. Do you want to start? Do you want me to start? Uh, I'll start. Should we start? Do you want to, like... Should we do like both our heels first and then our faces, or uh, go ahead and say both of them? Well, okay. Uh, my uh, heel of the week uh, is going to be Vincent Kennedy McMahon. I figured that was going to be. I figured that was going to be. I purposely did not uh, do that because I felt like we were going to talk about that a lot at the end of the show. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'll just uh, I'll just give my one reason why, and it's because last week and one of the biggest wrestling weeks in history. He had uh, four chances to claim the fucking top of the throne and show just why his company is so big and so great and uh, dropped the ball. Oh, yeah. Dropped he, the ball. He didn't drop the ball. He broke the ball. Like, the, ball's yeah, nowhere, yeah. the ball doesn't exist anymore. He stood on uh, the World Trade Center one that they have now and just threw a ball off of it, and it broke. So, right. just... Uh, <laughs> just embarrassing i don't don't get it yeah and and we'll get deeper into it yeah that's my reason that's my biggest reason that's that you had four chances to basically shove it down people's throats right and instead uh you have fox usa and saudi arabia has you by the balls and you failed 
I mean, it's fucking telling when fucking part of my take even, like, shouts out the ending of Hell in a Cell, and they're not even, like, big wrestling guys. Yeah, or when you see a decent amount of uh, the diehard WWE guys being like, okay, I even have a hard time defending this. Well, they were back to defending it. Um, back to last night? Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> yeah, of course they were. So, uh, yeah, that's my heel this week. Uh, my face this week's got to be Mike Schilt of the St. Louis Cardinals. Oh, fuck that. Uh, after, uh, after a shoot promo last night that uh, wasn't supposed to uh, get out, but you know what, fuck it. And uh, it's just nice to see that we have a manager that has uh, some passion, unlike our former manager, Mike Matheny, who would just go, well, you know what, uh, tomorrow's just another day, and you know we'll get after it. That's not even yeah, no, he, but he would sound like this, well, you know, tomorrow's just another day, and... Uh, you know, we'll get after it. Uh, and, uh, we have to go play yeah, some baseball. You know, and this is my guys are working hard. Still, still working hard at it. And, and uh, yeah, you know, and it's in, it's in, it's it's in I God's was, hands, and I have faith. And uh, blah, 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 I was a I really stopped. good baseball player when I was playing, and I think I know what I'm doing, but obviously I don't. Well, uh, anyway, and that was Mike Matheny. Yep. So, uh, yeah, you know, cut that promo last night after the uh, game, which some people may or may not have liked, but. Uh, Oh, I loved the it. I didn't like. Yeah, the cuss words like "Oh my god, he shouldn't be talking like that." Oh Those people god. are the people that their kids have participation trophies, and don't have never had a coach that has uh, that has uh, pressured them and uh, forced them to go through adversity. I fucking hate it. Like he could have chose different words. It's like you don't need cuss words to fucking blah blah. blah. And it's like no. Sometimes those that's that's just what they're used for to express more emotion. I hate people so. Oh god, they're just the, they're just the worst. Why like, can't he say I do, Frick? I, yeah, <laughs> I, I do agree that uh, Randy Arizona, whatever the the, guy, the the rookie for us, yep. shouldn't have done that. I am a big fan of uh, well, what happens in the locker room stays in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, uh, Schultz came out today and was like, yeah, you know, he's right, a, he he's backed a kid. Up. He was excited and he's like, yeah, it's it's not the end of the world. It, it's not the end of the world that people like. Like there's no like you know the Braves yeah they might take offense to it and uh, you know if they do good then you know makes for another rivalry next year hopefully and stuff but well, if they take uh, offense every... to it fucking they have a Kuna on their team like yeah and yeah well I mean we got Martinez so uh but you know it's like every every coach speaks like that when they're fired up like about other teams and so that's what you, you know you're not going to go in the locker and be like guys I really think we should send the uh, Braves flowers and you know um, you know wish them best and tell them that we think maybe they should have won this series no it's not it's not sports that's right. not the reality of sports so it's I love it funeral, it bitch. yeah and it, it, uh, I, the best thing about it getting released is that I think the fans needed it because we a lot of fans were kind of like we weren't hitting the ball so we like we were kind of like down on our team like yeah but you know that St. Louis loves that shit and uh, it, it'll fire up the crowd and uh, gets the fans to uh, kind of appreciate Mike Schultz a little bit more uh, for doing what he's doing with this mediocre team. So even though he, you know, he makes some mistakes, but it's good. You know, shouldn't have, came, shouldn't have probably got put it on your Instagram live, but whatever. You know, it's 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 not a big deal. Management to make it a big deal. Coach to make it a big deal. Just the fucking SJWs make it a big deal. What a surprise! And that's why they're canceled. What so. a surprise! Those are my uh, that's my face heel of the week. Nice, nice. All right, all right. So my uh, my heel this week, uh, I'm gonna have to give it to Katie. I'm gonna give Katie my first heel of the week. 
Okay. Uh, I took her to get a flu shot today. This wasn't my original heel, by the way. I'm just going to point this out. This wasn't my original heel this week. I was going to say Kershaw was the, my heel of the week just because, like, buddy can't fucking do shit in the postseason. Right. But uh, Katie's like, I needed my flu shot, and I'm going to get it done today. I'm like, oh, great. Katie, when you go take her to get a flu shot, is like taking a fucking six-year-old to get a flu shot. She cries. Doesn't like needles. Oh, my God. T- petrified of needles. Like, that's her phobia. She's crying in the car on the way there. We get into the She's like, I'm here for a flu shot. And she's like, can he come with me into the back? I'm like, fuck. And they're like, yeah, sure. She's like, sorry. I, just, I, can't, I can't handle it. Anyway, get into the you fucking... Get into the fucking... Should have like, videoed it. I should have. Get into the fucking room, and she starts just bawling. And I'm like, shut, shut, stop. It's it's a fucking shot. It'll be over in two seconds. Like, stop. And then she's, like, squeezing. She Like, the doctor comes in, and she just immediately grabs my arm like a little kid. Puts her head down, like, into my arm. And she's just going, <laughs> Then... When they like rub like the, you know like the alcohol in your arm before you get a shot, yeah, she just goes. Ah! Ah! <laughs> oh my god! The nurse, the nurse is like, it's just the alcohol, just the alcohol. Haven't done anything yet. Haven't done anything yet. You're gonna feel a little prick, a little burn, burn, burn. Okay, done, done. I'm like, does she get a lollipop? Like fuck. Jesus Christ! Get fucking get her a fucking happy meal. Right when the nurse left the room, I looked at her. I go, I'm talking about you on the podcast, like. <laughs> I just, I just don't get it. I mean, I, I guess I can get it. People have like a fear of things, but I just, I guess maybe also I'm numb to it because I've been getting fucking, fucking poked and prodded like a fucking, fucking test animal all my fucking life, being sick. So like, they just don't bother me. Especially like shots, don't bother me at all. Because I'm used to having to, like, fucking watch people, like, take the fucking IV needles and stuff and, like, fucking, and, like, slide it into my arm where you, like, feel the whole needle go in. Ugh. And sometimes they miss and they have to, like, keep going and going. And I'm just like, okay, all right. This is uh, <laughs> this is more or less annoyed than anything. Uh, but, like, a shot, I'm like, you literally, like, you just look straight and they literally, it's like getting, it's no worse than, like, stubbing your toe. It's literally with it's over within two seconds. Yeah, it's like it doesn't. You feel like a little prick. Here's the reason yeah. why, though. Here's the reason why I confirmed that I was putting her on as my heel of the week. When she gets a shot, she does this thing with her arm where she won't move it or use it. Like it's paralyzed <laughs> to her. And then she walks very slowly after that. And I'm, she's just in my way. I'm like, move your arm. <laughs> it's like, move your arm. I'm over this. Move your fucking arm. <laughs> I'm going to, as soon as we're done, I'm going to text her just a picture of a needle. Do it. I, I'm at the <laughs> point where I'm normally like, don't do it. I do it. I'm, Jesus Christ. God, she clearly, she clearly never grew up taking mechanical pencils and acting like you were giving yourself a shot. <laughs> Dude, it's just, but like when she's just like, she holds her arm in like it's like fucking like really hurt. I'm like, you just got a shot. Give me your arm. It's like, give me your arm. You're gonna move it. She's like, no, no, don't touch my arm. I'm like, oh my god, you just got a Jesus. fucking shot. What a baby. I know. Figure it out. No, she does. Soaks. Grow up. 
she does these silks, right? And she like she almost like threw out her back, her elbows fucked up. She has bruises all over her legs from this fucking thing. She gets her ass fucking kicked by doing silks, but yet a needle for two seconds is the end of the world. Makes no sense. Yeah. Makes no it's sense. Just, it's just like a little baby prick. It's like getting a splinter. Right. Like getting a, I can name like five million things worse than getting a shot. Uh, rail snake bite. Uh, number one, getting shot. Uh, a dog bite. Fucking two. Yeah, a dog bite. A cat bite. Uh, stubbing your toe. Uh, uh, an elephant tusk smacking your face from taking a selfie picture with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, God. Donald uh, Trump. I don't know. Fucking taking a shot of tequila. Like Jesus. Grow up. <laughs> Grow up. Drinking a seltzer. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Listening to JCD talk about wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, still you... not good. Still not good. No, no not good. Not good. Raw was Main actually roster. pretty good this week. Shut well, up. Well, actually, wasn't, what wasn't too bad. I mean, you see where they were... I mean... The crowd was totally into the Tyson Fury thing. <laughs> yeah, because they're because they're fucking brainwashed too. That Jesus, <laughs> the crowd was totally into the Tyson Fury thing. You fucking, you sound like the old grandpa from Eight Crazy Nights. <laughs> <laughs> That's a technical fact. <laughs> I forget why I said that to you the other day, but it's just fucking fantastic. Yeah, it's a technical foul. It'll fail. It's a technical foul. It's a totally underrated movie. No, it is. No one needs the unibrow. No one needs. <laughs> oh god, such a good movie. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, sums it up. Katie's just a puss. Yep. Yes, she is. Yeah, she might as well just be a WWE mark. Yep. She should be. God, and, uh, embarrassing. My face of the week, I'm giving it to Joaquin Phoenix and the movie Joker and Todd Phillips. I mean, fucking phenomenal movie. movie, man. I mean, an absolute phenomenal movie. If that, if Joaquin Phoenix does not get nominated for an Academy Award, like, that's a travesty. Mm. Like, he's that good. Well, I saw some people that didn't like it were just, they were like, it was either, they said, like, it didn't quite, like, make sense to them. Which, I mean, I guess I can maybe understand, or it was, like, too... I don't really understand how it uh, couldn't make sense. The movie's pretty fucking straightforward. Like... Yeah, probably people that have, like, never really actually, like, watched, like, Batman and, like, Joker and stuff, and don't quite... I don't know. I guess just get it. Which is, like, if you don't really quite understand the background of it, why would you go see it in the first place? But, like... Ah, I don't... I d- totally disagree with that, just because, like, m- when you see it, you'll you'll see why I'm saying this, but it's like, it, like, you could, it doesn't, it's not like a superhero movie. It's a drama, it's a drama more than anything. And like, it's like, it, the story's pretty straight fucking forward. Like, yeah. Or people were saying like, it was just too, uh, dark. It was like too dark form, which I I could get. Movie's extremely dark, but it's not, it's blown way out of proportion. I will say that. I've seen darker, more fucked up movies. Like, it's fucked up, but it's not as fucked up as the SJWs are making it out to be. Oh, yeah. Well, they have to, you know. But, right. Yeah, and no, I've heard, uh... All I've heard is really just pretty much good things about it. Mm-hmm. So, I can't wait till I uh, can watch it probably on, like, fucking Blu-ray when it comes out. 
since I can't leave. <laughs> and I just want to talk about it, but not, I'm not going to spoil it here. All I saw was, uh, so you know, like the the uh, little like clip that was going around of Joker dancing down the stairs, but it was to Laffy Taffy. <laughs> have you ever seen? Have you seen yeah. that one? No. Oh, like it's when he's dancing on the stairs, and it's like to Laffy Taffy. It's hilarious. And somebody tweeted, they're like, "Oh God, I'd love the Joker movie, but fuck you, assholes on the internet for making this clip." Because when that scene came on, all I pictured was him dancing to Laffy Taffy. <laughs> 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 which I which I just found hysterical because that would probably happen to me too. I'd be like, damn it. All I can see is I'm dancing to fucking the Laffy Taffy song. That's fucking great. And fuck I and- love that little clip I love though because like I don't I, I don't know why, but it just looks like it's just like he's so happily fucked up. And it's just like I don't know why, I'm just like that's just awesome. He looks <laughs> like if Matt Healy would paint his face and start dancing. Yeah. Very true, it does. That he should paint his face as the Joker. No doubt. He'd call himself Macfisto, actually. That's what Bono did. Oh, Bano. More like Boner. Boner! Have you ever seen that Beavis Butt? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Boner! How did, uh... How did, uh... How did, what? how did the Joker do on its, uh... Opening night or weekend or whatever it box office was ninety million. It's the highest uh, October opening ever, and I think it's the highest R-rated movie opening ever. Mm. Interesting, dude. I like. I want an R-rated Batman so bad. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Everything should just be R-rated. It should. It's realistic. It's just yeah. It's just not that bad with the amount of fucking violence going on in the world and in like video games and stuff now and TV that kids get to see. It's like, it's just not that bad. Right. <laughs> it's just not that bad. It's really not. Uh, all right. Well, Moving on. Yeah. I can't wait to see it though. Should be good. All right. And that was our, uh, face heel of the week. I like that. I like that segment. I like it. Yeah. I literally came up with mine. Like right when you asked me uh, before we started, if I have them. Oh, nice. Yep. Just how fucking creative I am. Way to plan ahead. Uh, we were going to talk about this last week, but we kind of ran out of time. But the Blues championship rings are just fucking pretty. Oh, boy. They're so pretty. Those I mean, fucking things. Speaking of which, they're down 3-2 to two right now, but whatever. Um, stop cutting in with updates. <laughs> <laughs> Jake Allen lit up a weak goal, bro. I had to. Uh, we're talking about the Blues anyway. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, headphone uh, fall. I don't know if you're talking. Okay. No. Uh, but yeah, those rings are just fucking... Oh, those are nice. Yeah, they are. Stanley Cup rings are just the fucking best. I like how, like, they... What was it? The blue note, each, like, sapphire, like, represents, like, each win that we had. The diamonds... Yeah. All the diamonds represent, like, what, how many goals we scored or something like that? Something like that, yeah. There's a lot of weird uh, things in there. They got uh, got 16 sapphires for the wins. Uh, they got the uh, the uh, it's like the arch on there. Then there's like the musical banner with the notes for. Uh, I think it's for when the Saints go marching in. I think so. I believe so. That's what it is. And yeah, it's fucking awesome. On the inside, you got uh Layla. Does it say Gloria on the inside or is it on the outside? No, it says play Gloria next to like the fan, like because there's a fan holding That's up the Stanley right. Cup, 
that fan right. is actually Larry Flowers. Like that's actually his face. Oh, good. Isn't that awesome? Like that's so awesome. Dude, that's such a class like move by the Blues organization. Yeah, no shit. I wonder if he got a ring. Doubt it. I bet I bet you he did. If Layla got one, I bet you he did because he's the reason why that mm, yeah, very true. thing came in. Very true. Well, it would be awesome if he got one. Then, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, on the inside, it's got the uh, the series. Yeah, the series. Uh, I think, yeah. It has the numbers for, yeah, all four series. All four series. And, yeah, it's got uh, Layla's name on the inside, which is cool. It's fucking awesome. So, <clears throat> Yeah. Definitely. She got herself a ring, too, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Even though, the, you of course, you got the people that are like, you know, there's like 900 other kids in the hospital sick. It's like, yeah, okay, trust us. We get that. But, like, whatever. Just and let the yet, kid have their moment. And yet people wanted her name on the Stanley Cup. And it's like, that's the reason why her name's not on the Stanley Cup, because that just opens up another can of worms that, like, would just be a f- clusterfuck. And, of course, yeah. of course you have people, of course you have people that are like, can't be happy for Layla. Like, they're now, like, yeah. being like, oh, like what about Christ. my kid? What about this kid? And it's just like, dude, like. Yeah. It'd be like me literally going on a bitch fest because I've played hockey my whole life. It's been my fucking only thing I've known in this world. And I had to be sick through the whole Stanley Cup playoffs. I haven't had a chance to get out of the house to go see I mean, the cup because I physically can't. It's like, it'd be like me bitching. it be like, well, I've been fucking, you know, I was a fan fucking longer and blah 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 and i was sick but i'm like no like i fucking good for her like i'm happy for her right. good for her i mean i fucking i fucking sacrificed my time uh to make sure to play nhl 19 every day on game yeah. days <laughs> because if i didn't play we'd lose and i hate that fucking game so and if i didn't win on that day i had right. to keep playing it until <laughs> i won so that way my superstition worked and obviously it works because we got the stanley cup so i deserve a fucking ring yeah, if I wasn't sick and if I didn't like have to go poop like ninety percent of the goals in the playoffs, uh, like they would have never won. Also, the people that are like upset that like Ari, like if we remember Ari from a couple years ago, yeah. uh, like her name not being on, the, like getting mentioned and stuff like that. It's like uh, you can't, you can't. Like I, I understand that, and she was important to like Tarasenko and stuff, but you, you can't. You just there's there's just like. You just have to kind of draw a line somewhere. It's not even drawing a line. It's just it kind of just is what it is. There's moments. Things happen. And, it, I mean, you know, it's not like the Blues are just like, oh, yeah, no, we don't give a fuck about Ari's family or the fact that she loved the Blues. It's just it just is what it is. And people just can't fucking let things be what they are. Yep. It's like it's not the end of the world that fucking Layla got a ring. Good for her. You never know. Like, tomorrow could be her last day. Like, let that girl have her moment. It's fine. Right. It's fucking fine. Grow up. The most important thing is that the Blues won the Cup. So, <laughs> who cares? It's just another thing people want to bitch about and need to bitch about. Oh, yeah. The worst, though, are just, like, the 50-year-old, like, men that are like, I've been a fan for 50 years. Where's my foot? It's like, dude, shut up, bro. You're 50. Like, I don't know. Did mommy not hug you or something? Like, Where's, fucking... where's your ring, 50-year-old loser? Uh, you can go buy one for 12 grand. <laughs> yeah. Which is just outrageous, but uh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> when people are like, <laughs> people are bitching about the price. It's like, what do you expect? Like that? Look how oh, many yeah. diamonds are uh, in that thing. Like, yeah, my national championship ring was like f- around like four or so, and that was just like a fucking you know youth hockey national championship. So like, yeah, a fucking Stanley Cup one 
it's going to be pretty fucking expensive. Right. <laughs> I just don't know who's going to, well, I mean, we know who's going to buy them, but no way well, I'm fucking buying one. rings are like 30 grand, I think. Like 30 to 40. Oh, yeah, easily. Like. Yeah. Yeah, because they have the players rings and they have, like, the people like in that work in like the, uh, like, I guess, I don't know if it's like sales and all that shit. They got mm-hmm. rings, but they're not players' rings. It's like they did for the Cardinals. They, like, uh, People always ask me, like, do you get, like, a World Series ring? I was like, no, bro. Like, why the fuck would I get a World Series ring? I just stand here on the fucking field. I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't, honestly. No. Well, I wasn't there in 2011 anyway, but um, no, that would just the, be. Because uh, the workers for the Blues, like, office workers, they all got rings. Like, that's yeah. insane. That's how they do it at the Cardinals, too. I, I would imagine um, you would have gotten a ring if they would have won in the years that you were there. Nah, I wouldn't expect one either. My old neighbor, though, was the uh, visiting Dude, team I bat think, boy. I honestly think you would have. No, they told us we wouldn't have. Because when they did, they, in 13, when we went to it, like, they got NLCS rings. Uh, like, we got, like, offered, like, if we wanted to, like, buy the, like, the, like, front office style ones. They don't just like, give it to us. Because we have fucking, like, there's, like, 900 of us. So it's like that's just a lot of money. What a shitty organization, dude. Yeah, I know. <laughs> my my old neighbor was the visiting team bad boy for a while. He went to actually beyond it. He was maybe two years old. The news name was Patrick Fust. Uh, I don't know if you recognize the name or not, but he was my old neighbor, and he was the visiting team bat boy in two thousand and six, and he got a World Series ring. It was pretty sick. Big old fucking thing. That's nice. But yeah, I don't know. Blues uh, Blues aren't looking bad this year though, so far. They're gonna repeat. I'm telling you. Maybe I don't know, man. I think uh, I think the Carolina Hurricanes are gonna go 82 and 0. Uh, yeah, yeah, but they're they're gonna go 82 and 0. But what matters is what happens in the fucking postseason. They're gonna go 0 and 4. Yeah, Tampa Bay, bitch. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Right. Exciting though for the Blues. Exciting too. Um, yeah. This, I wanted a ring. I do want one. I'm not going to pay for it, though. So uh, if anybody wants to buy me one, uh, or I mean, if you want to send me the money through Venmo, go ahead. So there's always yeah. that option. <laughs> and it feels yeah, bad for me that I don't have a ring, and I'm a, the biggest Blues fan. I deserve a ring, dude. Just give me a fucking ring. Um, <laughs> is that how the 50-year-olds are doing it? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right, let's get in the songs. Of what does he say? What is? Oh, what is? It's in. Uh, is it in Ted, where he's like gonna propose to whatever, and he, Ted just starts beating up uh, uh, Mark Wahlberg's character. He's like, "Huh? Where's my fucking ring? Gonna put the ring on my fuzzy finger, huh? Where's my fucking ring? Yeah, he's like, gonna put the ring on my fuzzy fucking finger, huh? <laughs> no, okay, why would you yeah. put it on my dick? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. All right, what else we got? Time for songs of the week. Woo. It's weird doing songs of the week uh, late in the show like this. Well, it's very weird. I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I like it. We might move that back to the beginning. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we've done this like three other times, and each time we do it, we're like, eh. <laughs> well, let's just move it back to the beginning. Yeah. All right. Songs of the week. Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Uh, My first song this week's a little throwback to... uh. The fucking, I think, high school party days. A little 3-6 Mafia popping my collar. 
love three six mafia they make no sense at all with what they're saying but damn does it get the people going they are the best academy award winners of all time the when they win <laughs> is the best what fuck what did they win for uh it won it's hard out here for a pimp yeah that's <laughs> damn right they did and the way it's they the best, did it that's just, just the way they walk on stage is fucking hilarious. Like, because everybody else is all professional. Like, when they walk on stage, like, oh, my God, thank you so much. I would like to thank blah, blah, blah. And when they won, they're like, yeah! Like, look at the guy, like, yeah! Holy shit! No way! <laughs> they kept it real, man. Dude, they I love it. it they're my favorite because they're just like, whoa! Like, we won it's an the, uh... award. They never won a Grammy, but they won an Academy Award. It's the... <laughs> The best thing Terrence Howard ever did was that song. Yeah. How do you think he's feeling after leaving the fucking Iron Man franchise? Yeah, what an idiot. Oh, that guy's kind of, that guy's, I heard that guy's like just a fucking hassle. Oh, I heard that. I heard he's a huge head case. Yeah. Not surprised there, though. But yeah, it's hard. I forgot forgot they won an Academy Award. That's great. That's such a great <laughs> trivia question too, because nobody ever picks them. Like, <laughs> uh, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. I think like love. there's one there's one tri- trivia night I was at, and like the question was who won the Academy Award out of these four bands, and it was like U two, Coldplay, Aerosmith, or Three Six Mafia. <laughs> it's like it's Nobody's so obvious. Three Six. No, not at all. But it's at the same time, it's like it's so obvious that it's Three Six Mafia. Like. Right, yeah. Why else would they be in that question? Right. <laughs> uh, God bless them. Yeah, that's uh, it's my first song this week. I gotta write a wide array of songs. So nice. I have a lot of new songs this week. Like actually doing nice. like what I intended to do when we did songs of the week. <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't really been listening to much music the last couple of weeks, so I'm slacking. Oh, you fucking idiot. Well, when you, you okay, Wayne? Dog's just being weird. He just stopped and he was. Oh no, it's Garth. Sorry, you guys look alike. He just stopped. He's walked downstairs, just stopped, and just like opened up his mouth and just started going. (laughs) 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 All right, (laughs) the fuck's going on? (laughs) Dogs do the weirdest shit, bro. (laughs) Just that sound. There's. That's literally how he sounded. I'm doing a spot-on impression. And then when they're done, they look at you like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what, are you, what are you looking at, weirdo? Well, Wayne looked at me like, you just ate a bug. Like, <laughs> <laughs> This guy's stupid. <laughs> um, anyway, my first song is called Get Out by Cruiser. And it's literally, you can just cruise around, you know, windows down, roadhead. Mm-hmm. It's a good song, though. I really like it. It kind of has like a little, the guitar riffs are kind of, 1970 1975 esque vibe a little bit nice. like on the first album so I like it cool 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 all right uh my second song this week uh is by a little guy who uh well that was a terrible way to <laughs> <laughs> say this Michael Jackson don't stop till you get enough <laughs> <laughs> really wish I wouldn't have said little guy but you know. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> okay. Like but, right uh, yeah, Michael Jackson, like, don't... You're like, oh, damn it. Fuck. Um, <laughs> shit. 
<laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah, you know, uh, you know, might have did some fucked up things, but uh, made some good music. So uh, Michael Jackson, "Don't Stop Till You Get Enough." Just a just a nice fun song. Don't stop till you get enough. Jamon Lee. Don't stop till you. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anything. Hey, wait, wait. Here, listen. That was a real. That fart. was gross. <laughs> that was gross. It's grosser than anything I've ever done on this damn phone. Jeez, bud. It's classic. I mean, that's that's podcasting for you, motherfucker. Eh, nothing funnier than a fart, though. <laughs> You know somebody's Must in the say. car who's like, was that a fart? <laughs> was that a fart? They just queef. <laughs> was that a quaff? <laughs> Podcast is going off the rails. That <laughs> <laughs> is. Um, my, <laughs> so my turn. <laughs> yeah. Got a case of the giggles. Um, my second song is by, remember the band Milky Chance? Yeah. Uh, new, new song, Fado. Really good. I like it a lot. F-A-D-O. Fado, like F-A-T-T. Oh. F-A-D-O. Fado. Uh, that's how you pronounce it. Fado. Fado? I think Fado. Sure, we'll go with that. Anyway, it's a good song. <laughs> oh. Just It sounds like a Milky Chance song. It sounds like the, their older stuff. They're kind of a weird... Nice. seen them live before, and they're a lot of fun live. Okay. I'll check them out. Ned, no idea that it's basically just a bunch of hippies. They make the best music, though. They do. I got to give them that much. Dude, that song, Hi- what was it? Uh, it's not, maybe it was Stolen. No, uh, Stolen Dance was like their big song, but what was, they had one other song that was like fucking really good. Mm-hmm. Draw the blank. Flash Junk Mine, isn't that it? You might be right. Might. That's the only one that sounds familiar to me. I think that's it. That I'd fucking that's a song like I could listen to on repeat and just fucking just jam out every fucking time. Oh yeah. If it's the song I'm thinking of, yeah, this song. That song live is fucking awesome. Like they just oh, fucking man, I haven't heard that song in forever. Yeah, I haven't heard that song in quite some time. That's one song. Like when it comes on, I'm just like, this is such a great fucking song. Like, yeah, it really is. Damn. Good pick. Thanks, man. Nice. Uh, and that wasn't I... my pick, though. They, I picked their new song. Oh. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Duh. Uh, okay, Great so my pick, third man. song. Yeah. Uh, my third song is. Go ahead and pause for a sec. All right. So your new uh, your next song is one two three pause. Yeah, one two three pause by uh, by Jim Stout. The band uh, Ultra Side of Colitis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> My third song this week's by uh, uh, this newer band called Fleetwood Mac. Oh, okay. A uh, l- little song called "The Chain." Just a heard good the song. chicken. It's this... a crazy babe. 
Yeah, dude. Uh, Nick Stevie? She like, Nick Stevie, I think is her name? Yeah, she kind of like is a ripoff of uh, Gwen Car- Stefani Cardi a little B? bit. Oh, Gwen. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Cardi B probably. <laughs> Megan the uh, Stallion. <laughs> kind of, you know, one of those. Well, if she ripped uh, off Gwen, I definitely don't like her because Gwen's the goat. True. Uh, but yeah, uh, the chain Fleetwood Mac. Just I can listen to Fleetwood Mac all day. This can do no wrong for me. Can you go? Your I also own love way? that the huh? Can you go your own way? <laughs> I don't know. Can you can you catch on to song lyrics on like yesterday? Yeah, I mean, all my troubles just seem so far away. So whatever. Yeah, whatever. Can't believe you didn't catch on to that. I, I said the Beatles. No, when yesterday when I said she drives me crazy, you go, she drives me crazy, and I said like no one else, and you were like, what, dude? I was fucking no, singing the I fine young cannibal myself. Yeah, I was fucking putting a twist on it, but like, come on, well, that's a dumb, that's a really stupid twist. <laughs> fuck you! Why don't you just fuck off and go do the twist? <laughs> Tony twist. <laughs> well, well, why don't you just twist and shout, bitch? No. <laughs> you could have just said shout. <laughs> <laughs> just let it let it all out. Let it all out, dude. <laughs> dude, I hope one day if I have a son, he has the courage to fucking pull a Ferris Bueller's Day off and get on a float and sing Twist and Shout. Because that would just be the coolest thing ever. Right. Like I'm so proud of you for lying. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Your haven't been in school in twenty school, days. <laughs> got on a float, blah blah blah. I was like I'd be like, Yeah. In your point. Have you ever heard of Ferris? Yeah, you know who Ferris is? <laughs> Probably not because it'll be some like twenty two year old teacher who fucking is still drinking fucking pumpkin spice liquor right. in her morning coffee and thinking she's the shit. Right. <sighs> Brats. But yeah, that's my third song anyway. Fleetwood Mac, the chain. Nice chain. Isn't that the song that's in the second Guardians? I believe so. Cause if you don't love me now, yep. you never love again. <laughs> and I can steal this I'm just singing while shoving my foot in Garth's <laughs> face right now and he is freaking out. These dogs Yes, they don't like that, bro. These dogs definitely hate me. It's great. Probably. I'm superior. Uh, my third song. That's a buzz. <laughs> Whatever. I taught myself how to play the piano yesterday. What the fuck did you do? You probably just shit again. Um, oh, we tied it up. Uh, my third song this week is by Matt and Kim. They have a brand new song out called Go Go. And if you ever heard a Matt and Kim song, it sounds like a Matt and Kim song. <laughs> wake me up before you go go. Don't wake me up before you go go. Go go. I wish you. I wish I had a camera right now on uh, my dog. Right when I started singing that, he just threw his head like almost all the way back, like, and just looked at me like upside down. So going where? Like he's laying down, like facing the wall, like facing the TV where I'm facing. And right when I started singing that, he threw his head back and was like looking at me upside down. Dogs, man. <laughs> I was just getting ready to say dogs, man. <laughs> dogs, man. That's all you can fucking say. <laughs> That's great. Oh, song? man. Uh, my fourth song this week is by uh, All Anus Morissette. And uh, <laughs> a little... Su- 
<laughs> you like that? <laughs> it took me a second. Only four set and uh, a little song senior. called a little song called "Thank You." Uh, I actually <laughs> don't care much for the song, but I'm just impressed with how many things she thinks in the songs. Right? Does she thank Chris Jericho? <laughs> no, of course not. And the song sucks. Then. Yeah, I know. But yeah, I was just like looking through songs. I came across it and I listened to it, and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot how many things she just fucking thanks in the beginning. It's like, thank you for better man, thank you for better man, I'm all in this much. Thank you, Hitler, Hitler, Hitler. Oh yeah, can't go wrong with a little all in this more set. It's possibly every time you say it. You're welcome. Whatever. Your fourth um, song. My fourth song. Whatever. <laughs> brand new song by Jimmy Eat World. They're back. Uh, song is called "All the Way Stay." Yeah. Uh, it sounds like old Jimmy Eat World. Like it's awesome. Like yeah, it does. It's a good song. It doesn't sound like the the last few like new songs they put out. I don't think like had like the Jimmy Eat World like I guess like sound no. to it. And this song has the Jimmy Eat World sound like to it. Like this could have been with the soundtrack to like Sweetness. Yeah, the, I think it was the Bleed American album. Yeah, yeah, which is a one of my fucking favorites. fantastic album. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, I listened to that. I think you told me about that song like no last week or something like that. Mm-hmm. Listen to it. Good song. Yes, and a shout out to Third Eye Blind's new song too because that song's fucking awesome too. Oh yeah, I forgot you told me about that one as well. How the fuck did I not have... Usually when you talk about songs I listen to them, I save them, but they're not anywhere close to my fucking... I don't know. Goddamn iPhone. That's your Freaking phone. update. Stupid-ass Steve Jobs. Sucks. <laughs> what, bro? I'm just waiting on you. It's your next song. Oh, I didn't, I didn't hear you say anything at all. I said Jimmy Eat World. That was my fourth song. Oh, I know, but I said like four. I was waiting for you to comment on my iPhone update. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, my ADD was going, and I'm, my dog's tongue's hanging out, and I'm just keep flicking my dog's tongue, and he's not moving, and it's weird. Wow, you're dumb. Uh, my dog, dog's probably my next high, song. Dude. Don't don't probably care about your mushrooms. dog. Uh, don't care. My dog don't can care. kick your dog's uh, ass, dude. <laughs> you fucking wish, bro. You wish. Coming soon, the pay per view. We're gonna have a dog fight. Only. Sneak attack. Oh, what? He, my dog's got a brother, and he just ran in. <laughs> Dude, your dog would like peanut butter off my dog's wiener. Probably. <laughs> yeah. And my dog wouldn't even come because dog sucks at giving heads. No. Because... <laughs> God damn, that's a little fucked up. <laughs> No, dude, my dog would fucking, he would, like, start to give your dog head, and then he would, the other dog would come in with a sneak attack and just bite its fucking head off. Bam. That's how teamwork is. No. <laughs> right, got fucking right, dark. What's your fucking next song? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my fifth song this week is a little song called Bet by a little band called Snatchbox 20. Oh. AKA Robert. Rob Thomas and Friends. Robert and Friends. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting they just have these like <laughs> every time I think of Snatchbox Twenty, I just think like of like only like four songs, and I just like go through their shit, and I'm like, oh yeah, I just never knew the title to the song. You know, back when you had to listen to the radio and it didn't tell you what song it was on the screen, you just had to fucking hope you heard the chorus and knew right. what it was, and, you're like, and then how, illegally how many, download it. And you're like, how many doors down is this? 
<laughs> they say three doors down. Now, do they spell that out, or is it the number three? Did the the was it? Did they get five for fighting and a ten, or you know? <laughs> what was the call? <laughs> did they ever find what the was cure? The <laughs> fucking idiots as I say like these are jokes like this and then I heard a joke on part of my take <laughs> dude I was crying at the, how dumb this joke was they're like you, you're talking you about like what are you gonna tell the joke yeah but they were talking about like nothing nothing's good nothing's better than a good age joke it's like they're like oh yeah he's like have you heard the, the one age joke <laughs> Pig Cat's like, I don't, I don't know. I've heard many. So you want to tell me? <laughs> and PFT's like, well, you know, the guy went to the doctor and he's like, I have bad news and I have news. And he's like, okay, uh, what's the news? And he's like, well, the news is you have AIDS. And he's like, oh, damn, that sucks. Uh, okay, what's the bad news? He's like, bad news is you have Alzheimer's. He goes, oh, at least I don't have AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I saw this meme. This guy with Alzheimer's, and it's like, what well, fuck, what was it? It was like something about the guy having Alzheimer's, but then forgetting he had Alzheimer's, so then he started acting normal. And it was like the captain was like, "Bro, this dude just pulled the Uno reverse on us with Alzheimer's." <laughs> I was just fucking dying. It was like guy with Alzheimer's forgets he has Alzheimer's, lives normal life, and I was like. That's so fucked up. That's so fucking fun. And it's just some old guy with a big smile on his fucking face. <laughs> ah, ah, Jesus Christ. You know, if you can't laugh at ailments, you can't laugh at anything. Right, like AIDS. Oh, God, my dog farted. Your dog's fart? No, nah, dude, they're not disgusting like your dog. Oh. They just puke after drinking water every day. Okay. All right. Well, that's <laughs> <laughs> they don't know how to drink. Well, what's this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's like that meme that I posted yesterday with the dog. That it's like it's better to have eaten something and thrown it up and eat it again than to have never eaten it at all. <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. I'm not going to update you. This is why we need to do songs. Yeah, all right. It's it's determined. Songs that we can never move away from the beginning of the show. No, sure can't. It's just it's just the opening. It's the opening that gets you like it gets the blood flowing. You know the farts going. Yep. Yep. We started off pretty dead. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I was like, ooh, we're dead. Like. Yeah. But I also was just like, because uh, I just ate a little bit before and I haven't eaten at all lately, and I was just like, oh god, this is gross. Hey, uh, hey, no, hey, three inches. Joyce. Hey, hey, hey. Is it my turn? My Is it my Yeah, bro, song? it's your fifth, it's your fifth song. <laughs> my fifth song. I'm going to go with the Beatles, uh, Drive My Car. Fucking most, oh. one of the most underrated Beatles songs of all time. And how about oh. last week, by the way, when we recorded on a Saturday day, and I was like, dude, your love getting me higher and higher is one of the most underrated songs. doesn't get appreciated enough. And that night, Blues win their first game at home this season, 
And the new victory song is Your Love Gets Me Higher and Higher by Jackie Wilson. I was like, no fucking way. Like, Yeah. I was about to text you before you texted me. What a good song. Right when I heard that, I popped. And my grandpa wasn't next to me. I'm like, oh, I can't tell anybody right now, but this is the best moment of my life. Like, uh, Is that going to be our new song when we win? I think so. I like it. I yeah. like the one last year when it was Run Around Sue yeah. for a while. I like this. Whoever's picking, whoever's picking the music, good job. No doubt, dude. I actually Good fucking job. If I'm a blues player and I hear that song, I'm like, that needs to be played in our locker room. Like, Yeah. That's a fantastic song. Your love lifting me higher than I've ever been lifted before. And Garth is just giving Gotta me a fucking it. stare right now, man. I'm these dogs are just they're a bunch of bitches. Can't wait for Katie to get Come on, bro, those are your guys. dogs, man. Not mine. You guys were adopted. Uh, all right. So anyway, <laughs> that was <laughs> Hey, I'm getting slap happy. <laughs> like big time. Oh, yeah, we'll get it fucking together. All right. Well, anyway, that was Songs of the Week. You can uh, hear our playlist exclusively on Spotify at Offender Presents Songs of the Week, which is updated uh, right now, finally, because Jim sent his last two weeks' worth of songs, not his last four, but it's fine. It's no big deal. Um, what, bro? I've definitely sent them four weeks ago. You sure about that? I sent three weeks' worth of songs. You sent two weeks' worth of songs. Uh, should have been three. <laughs> should have been three. Uh, it's like how you used to go. Ah, oh, should have been three. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'll have to double check. Why? Well, I don't. Have, I don't have any more songs on my notes, so I don't know. <laughs> See, I don't delete mine off for like that reason. Well, I fucking updated my phone. And everything went to the goddamn fucking Steve Jobs universe. I guess not my fault. Not mine either. All right. Well, you know what? Before we get into the last part of our show, which is the weekly wrestling wrap up, which should be a doozy. Uh, let's hear a quick word from our sponsor, Mr. Uh, well, you know, let's, let's hold, let's hold for a second. Uh, Jordan Stahl, Mark Stahl, Mark Stahl. Um, you know, I got the little spinning Something thing Stahl. in my laptop, so I can't even click on it. Okay. Let's hear a quick word from our sponsor, Mr. Kyle Forche. What's up everybody. Kyle Forche here to tell you about my brand new podcast, the going off topic podcast brought to you by the anything but credible network on going off topic. I look at all forms of media from different real and theoretical angles that you don't usually hear about. From movies, to TV, to music, to sports, to gaming, to anything really. You never know what the topic will be, but you're guaranteed a new angle and a different conversation about it, that's for sure. You can find Going Off Topic anywhere and everywhere that you get your podcasts. Check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Going Off Topic with Kyle Fauche, on Twitter, going underscore off underscore topic. And don't forget about anythingbutcredible.com, where you can find everything for the pod, including the written blog post. That's right. We're carrying over the Going Off Topic blog to anythingbutcredible.com too. So check it all out there, and I'll catch you on the next topic. All right. Well, it's that time in the show. We're about an hour and ten minutes in, so that's pretty good. I'll, like the whole point of like doing this new uh, format was to kind of get the wrestling talk like at the hour mark, which I thought well, it came close. Yeah. 
not too bad. No, not too bad at all. Like, laptop froze. I'm trying to turn down the uh, music of our theme song. Well, it just ended anyways, but... God forbid when you try to be professional, the laptop just freezes. Yeah, bro. You just... That just needs to be, like, your Christmas present or some shit. No, dude. I want, like, other stuff for Christmas. Well, bro, <laughs> then I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I need a new phone for anything. Well, anyway. A new phone? Yeah. Well, my phone's, like, been fucking up a lot lately. My guy's got this, have... like, you know how he's got this new job, and, like, today, I was just sitting at the house, like, not getting an order, and people are like, hey, um, trying to reach you, we can't get a hold of you, and I'm like, like, I haven't, you guys haven't called me. They're like, yeah, we called you three times. I'm like, up. Oh, Yep, that'd be my phone messing up again. What's new? Uh-huh. How the turntables. You were just ripping on me and my phone right before the fucking show. No, it's fucking Steve Jobs, dude. It really is, dude. It's the ghost of Steve Jobs. Yeah, he hates us. Yeah, he hates everybody. Guy's kind of an asshole. I heard that. Was an asshole. Allegedly. Um, still on his hunt. Um, anyway, weekly wrestling wrap-up. Um... If you follow us on Twitter, I think you know... What's coming? Um, and God forbid that we tell the truth. But, um, <laughs> like, fuck, man. Like, it happened to Caden today. I don't know if you saw this, which we need to get Caden on the show because he apparently has, like, this hangman page theory that, like, he wants to tell on our show. So, okay. but, uh, he was like, he said something he's like man like i didn't know how i was gonna feel about aew but man they wrote me and this show is just awesome like i'm hooked completely and oh so he hates he hates wwe that somebody tweeted that to him like they're like <laughs> just stay on that side then and kane's like the f- what do i do like it's like dude you talk good about aew like can't do that right now like god for- god forbid you say something good about aew because the show is actually fucking good like it's just annoying that if you tweet about one company, you have to have something about the other company in your tweet, or else you're just considered a fucking mark for one of the other companies. Right. It's just, it's, it's just dumb. Right. Um, <laughs> it's so dumb. And I'm gonna shout this out right now. I really hope that uh, this audio is still getting recorded right now. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh oh. The whole thing is just completely frozen right now. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm just, I'm just not going to touch it for a while and see what happens. But uh, Usually that works out for us. <laughs> I just have a bad feeling it's not going to work out this time. Um, but so with that, um, but yeah, it's like you can't say anything good about AEW. And AEW, in our opinion, at least in my opinion, because I just finished NXT, um, AEW is 10 times better than NXT last night. Week one, I think it was pretty even. Like, I thought both shows were good. I liked AEW just a little better because it's different. It's unique. It's yeah. fresh. And, but also, NXT put up, like, a takeover card last week. Right. And they got to be careful with that because, like, if you continue to put up takeover cards, you can't go up anymore. Like, you're putting all your chips on the table. AEW yeah. put out a show in the first week that's going to be, like, their show every week. And Tarasenko with the empty netter. Um but it's like O'Reilly. Um, but like at least AEW can ramp up their shows if like need be because they're not putting out 
pay-per-view like shows yet. NXT yeah. is. And it's like got to kind of tone it back a little bit. And they toned it back. They did seem like it toned it was toned back this week, but it's like you could tell how toned back it was. And it's like that's a major fucking difference. And that's a big yeah. that's a big sign to me. Like and I'm, that's not even like a bad thing. NXT is still good. Like, don't get me wrong, NXT is still good, but it's just like AEW. I think played it better. Like, don't go all out. Just do your own thing, and just see where it goes. And we'll let the stories, you know, we'll let the stories write itself. Yeah, I uh, I completely agree. I just uh, I tried to watch NXT today, and I just couldn't couldn't was, get overly into it. It was slow. NXT was slow this week. Like the yeah. Roderick Strong part was, I like the Roderick Strong Velveteen, the Adam Cole Champa part. Um, the main event Kashida and Walter was really good. Um, mm-hmm. The Leo Rush match was uh, Leo, that was that's, good. That's the match I couldn't think of. The Leo Rush Gulak match was awesome. Like yeah, that was uh, really good, good for Leo Rush. It's, no I, doubt. I'm, that's gonna be good. Uh, I mean, not not like Drew Gulak did anything bad with the title at all. I mean, he's fucking phenomenal too. But uh, to kind of dish it off to Leo and let him get a chance to be. Let him, you know, he, the guy can talk, that's for sure, and he let can wrestle eat. for sure. So Let him eat. Yeah, yep, exactly. So uh, good for him to get that title around, and uh, now it'll just make him even more of kind of that uh, little cocky bastard, and uh, it's good no, for him. Dude, I good like to him see as him a face. Do something. Well, yeah, I know. Well, I'm just saying, like, he, he can carry that cockiness with him and still be a face. Oh, yeah. Um. So, yeah, it'll be – it's good for him, man. I'm happy for him. And I'm assuming especially with all the bad mouthing right. about him, you know, last year and kind of shit. So, and I'm assuming 205 live is officially done now. Yeah, I mean, didn't they say it's like the NXT Cruiserweight title? Did they say that? Yeah, I like that. When he won it, I think uh, Morrow said the NXT Cruiserweight champion. So I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that too. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean. Hopefully this opens up a door for Gulak to maybe you know do something else besides the cruiserweight division. Um, but yeah, it's hopefully like not this, go to the main roster. That's the thing. Like I like it sucks because it's like he deserves to be on the main roster, but at the same time now it's like, do you really want to be on the main roster right now? Like, no. Right. Um, before we get into like all the main roster talks, I know we'll stick on that for like a good minute. Um, yeah. Let's go to uh, AEW uh, Dynamite. Winning uh, again in the ratings war against NXT, they had one was it one point one million? I yeah, think what little it was. over little over one point one, and NXT I think had like seven hundred, something like that. Yeah. yeah, and they had yeah. Uh, well, it was a one point oh one four was like from TNT, but then they had an extra hundred thousand from True TV because they simulcasted on both just in case the uh, baseball game went overtime. Yeah. Um and that was the extra 100,000 so it's a 1.1 which is down from last week but I'm not surprised baseball had two game fives uh, with the Cardinals oh, and Braves yeah. and Dodgers and um um Nationals the Walgreens team. Um <laughs> Yeah, I'm not surprised either. I'm also just not surprised in general because uh I mean yeah, last week probably had a lot more people tune in cuz it was the first episode. Mm-hmm. So I expected it to drop somewhat. The fact that they're hitting a million is like they're exceeding expectations, even with playoff baseball. Like, yeah, exactly. So, 
I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm not bothered, but I'm just like, I don't think we need like a ratings update every fucking week just no, yet. <laughs> I don't either. Um, wait until I'm to me, it's kind of like waiting until the playoffs are over, like the baseball playoffs, because that's when you're gonna really know, like, yeah. And I also don't need on. ratings to tell me what I think's good and what's bad. So exactly, exactly. <laughs> Or it doesn't tell the whole story of the show at all, so it's just fun to throw in these fucking extreme WWE like marks faces right now because it's just like here's the thing, and it may go both ways here, and you may have AEW only marks like fucking go after WWE marks. It's like fucking stop that, just fucking let people watch what they want to watch. Number yeah, one. you're just. You're wasting your breath fucking arguing with the ex- fucking extremist. Right. And, but two, if like, if you're going to come at us and just fucking, here's the thing, like, I don't understand is like on Sunday, um, we were getting shit on like really badly on Sunday because we said only four matches were announced for Hell in a Cell. And right. we're like, oh, you guys just fucking hate WWE, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, after the Hell in a Cell is over, it's like, what, what were you guys saying? And there are nobody yeah. crickets. Nobody, nobody is to be found. That's when I'm yeah. gonna throw it back because it's just like, are you kidding? Like, and then again, right? But these same people, like, if you say like anything good about AEW right now, it's like, oh, you automatically hate WWE. It's like, no, that's not that's not what I'm saying at all. Like, we watch both. AEW, in my opinion, is just better right now, and we're only two weeks in. Like, yeah, or it's just like if you're like, I thought it was better this week. People instead of being like. Being like, no, dude, AEW sucks. Like, well, try to explain in your tweet why you thought it was better. At least, like, at least try to give a reason, right? What you thought, like, even if it's like one or two things you thought that were better, that is why you liked it. Fucking, at least do that instead of just being like, no, dude, no way. It was just that fucking sucked. It's like, and all right, well, like, try to. I know it's it's hard to do on Twitter, but at least at least give a little bit of a reasoning, right? Like and instead of just being like, "No, nah, dude, you guys are marks, fucking suck." Jericho's promo was awesome. He had a couple WWE marks be like, "Oh, you could skip that promo." It's like, <laughs> "Oh, sorry, you guys like scripted promos." I forgot. Like, oh yeah, they're like, "Oh, of course, more shots fired at WWE." I'm like, "Yeah, you shut I up mean, the crowd." Kind of shot, like, but uh, but is it not? Is it not, not somewhat true? Yeah, and like the whole like those thing, some people are the same. Those same people are the ones that were like last week. Like, I don't get why people are so excited about uh, Swagger being in uh, in in AEW and like his. I didn't even like his run in WWE. But then they're like exactly going and exactly. defending, like being mad that Jericho said that. It's like, dude, like last week you were just saying that like fucking he sucked. So like, what do you care? Exactly. And it was awesome. It was like it wasn't even that big. Like everybody's agreeing that creative has been shit in WWE. So like. Mm-hmm. Who cares? And like you, the purpose of it was to shut the crowd up. To, and I was waiting for it too. After last week, I was like, they're not going to use the We the People stuff. They're going to have to shut it down somehow. And Jericho did it. And it was like, perf- it was perfect. It, perf- it was the perfect way to shut that shit down. Right. And WWE Loved it. And, yeah, like, and all these fans were like, well, you used it in Bellator. And it's like, yeah, he was smart and used it in Bellator to get you wrestling fans over to watch it. Like, yeah. That's called that's called getting worked. Like, sorry. That's called getting worked. Mm-hmm. You guys are getting fucking worked. Like, Yep, hard. Yeah, and it's just funny to me, man. Like it's like yeah, it's dude. comical now. And like a guy today, it's... dude. Did you see the Twitter responses that we were having today? Because it was funny. Because the guy thought I was agreeing with him, and I just go at the very end. I just go, oh, I'm talking about you. Like, <laughs> what was the tweet about? Here, 
here. I'm gonna I'm pull it up because it was fucking funny. Like I was I was laughing like to myself like pretty hard because the guy I knew the guy didn't think that I was talking about him, and I was like totally just like let I was just laying it. <laughs> I, I love dumbest. being a dick sometimes, man. Yeah, I was gonna be a dick to some people today about wrestling, but I was just like, ah, it's just I just don't have the. They said, I just don't have um, it in me anymore. Well, they were going at like they were going at Jericho's promo, basically. It's like, oh, you gotta mention WWE, blah blah blah, and they're like, "Yep, they know their audience. They know who they cater to." And I'm like, "You guys are acting like AEW caters to a special collection of fans when they really just cater to the wrestling fans." Like, yep, that's all I said. And the guy responds with, "Wrestling fans, grown adults that still shop at Hot Topic, hate watch WWE." can't think for themselves and I posted the gif of a squirrel reaching for a nut that says almost there <laughs> and then he responds with and I'm right not what fans want to hear but they need to hear I have my I got I got I forgot when I read stuff now I gotta go in AJ Styles and I'm right not what the fans want to hear but need to hear I'd have my own podcast and YouTube shows but wrestling fans want misery and complaining I have zero viewers I posted a gif of Michael Scott laughing and then he goes, I hate being right, but you know. I go, furthest thing from being right, but whatever helps you sleep at night. It's like, but I am. <laughs> Wrestling fans live in denial and misery. And they should be like me and watch sensibly and without being angry. I go, says the guy making fun of people. <laughs> like, Yeah, bro. <laughs> and then he goes, as they should be ridiculed. And I go, the irony here is hysterical. And he goes, is it though? Doubt it. It's easy to make up the rule about indie fans. I go, I'm talking about you. He goes, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, the whole time, I'm being blatant, uh, blatantly obvious that I'm talking about him, like, the entire time. Like, that just reminded me of the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode when Dennis and Mac are, like, walking, like, talking about, like, they're talking about Charlie, and Charlie's standing right there. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, man, he's just a pest. Like, you know, and, like, and Charlie's like, yeah, I don't think he gets us, man. I don't think he gets us. And Dennis is like... You know what? We'll hammer it home later. We'll hammer it home later. And Charlie's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he gets us. And Dennis just goes, we're talking about you, man. Like... <laughs> Those are the worst. How about the guy today that uh, tweeted out that nobody on the AEW roster could main event WrestleMania? Which sucks because I like that guy. Like, I'm like, no, not yeah. you. Like, I like you. Like, you're like one of the more like reasonable yeah. like Twitter handles. Like pretty level-headed guy when he said i was just like i i think you commented but i was going to but i was just like i'm not even gonna bother like bro wwe only uses like hey apparently there's nobody on the main roster that can do it either because wwe only uses goldberg brock lesnar uh roman reigns and seth rollins right so and it's just like what uh what <laughs> what are you talking about bud well when he said that it's like jericho like are you serious like <laughs> chris jericho and Omega yeah. Rollins would sell out WrestleMania in a heartbeat. Uh, Omega yeah. Daniel Bryan would sell out WrestleMania in a heartbeat. Uh, even f- Cody's one of the most over wrestlers in the world right now. Like, if, if people don't want to admit that, that's fine. You guys are just in denial. Like, Cody Rhodes is oh, legit like you're telling me if one of if the hottest Cody Rhodes right now, now went back to WWE and got into a feud with Randy Orton, that'd be a main event feud. Yeah, um, there's just I'm, years uh, of story that that just well, yeah. When he tweeted that, I was just like, God. What? Who? I, I didn't. Even, I like had to double check the profile. So I was like, you. Yeah. I was like, well, I kind of like this guy somewhat. Like he's pretty. You know, when he doesn't like something, he puts a good, decent explanation to it, which I can respect. Right. Uh, he's not just like, oh, fuck this. But when he said that, I was like, that makes no Zero sense. sense. Uh, whatsoever. Ambrose. 
fucking Moxley. Um, yeah. Fucking here, you want a WrestleMania main event that should main event a WrestleMania, but it would never main event a WrestleMania because Vince McMahon doesn't give a shit about tag teams. But give me the Young Bucks versus Edge and Christian versus the Hardys. That's a main event of WrestleMania. Like, oh yeah, oh god, I saw another tweet today that was like, it was like about the Young Bucks being better or not being better than the Usos. Yeah, and that's like the new thing which, to like talk about. It's like you know, I really like the Usos, but the Young Bucks are one of the greatest tag teams of all time. Right, like, and then there's idiots out there that don't understand when like, well, at least to me, when people are like, oh, they've wrestled all over the world. To me, that means like company to company to company. Right. Or like, you know, like that's what around the world means to me, and I think that's what it's supposed to mean. But then you got the people like, oh, the Usos have wrestled all over the world too with WWE. I'm like, that's well, that just same. means I go. That just means they like traveled with that company to like go wrestle in like Australia and shit. Like, and I'm not ripping on the Usos. Like, we both love the Usos and right. they're fucking what they've done. But that's not what wrestling around the world means. It you means know, like the Young Bucks have fucking gone to like right. several promotions and have just dominated. For me, <laughs> like New Day is higher than the Usos for me. Like, yeah, for sure. And like, when you talk about the Usos and you talk about the greatest tag teams of all time, are they in the top ten? Probably. Um, yeah, and they put on one of the greatest rivalries with the uh, uh, New Day, which could have been better had they not fucking put them on pre-shows right, and shit. But right, whatever. But are they in the top ten? Probably. Uh, the Young Bucks. They're in the top three. Like, they're yeah, they're past like the heart foundation in my opinion like the young bucks when their careers are finished the young bucks legit might be the greatest tag team of all time like oh i mean anytime like fucking their their match to start off aw yes last night was and people are saying that wasn't the match and some people are saying that wasn't the match of the week and i'm like that was the one of the best matches of the year like are you kidding and and, and that was the greatest like who, no, nobody expected them the uh, uh, um, uh, fucking uh, private party to win. No, yeah, I didn't. That was huge. It's fucking awesome. That, was that match was. Awesome. I jumped out of my bed. Oh, yeah, the match was fucking. It was. It was perfect. Uh, it was a perfect tag match. Yeah, and that whole yeah. thing with the Twitter guy that I brought up a few minutes ago. That all started because somebody said. Um, People only like that Jericho promo because he brought up WWE. And I'm like, what made that promo great wasn't even the fact that he brought up WWE. It's what af- it's what happened after he said that. It's the way he got the crowd riled up. It's the way he brought fucking intensity into the fucking Cody match with him him and Cody at full mm-hmm. gear. He brought up Darby Allen and that next week and how he has to get through him first. And he added some fucking story to that. And not only that, then he introduces these people to the casual fan that might not know who they are. And, like, you know what that promo reminded me of? It reminded me of fucking Evolution's first fucking promo when Triple H yep. was like, look at this guy, Randy Orton, looks like he's yep. chiseled out of stone. Like, that's yep. what it reminded me of when he was talking about Sammy Guevara. I'm like, that's the Randy Orton. Like, Oh, it was perfect. That sexy Spanish, uh, what do you call him? The uh, What did he call him? He, he called him, like, a sexy Spanish something. I don't know, but it was but it was awesome. Yeah, you're 100% right. It's like the Evolution. It was... A perfect promo. Also, the crowd was like getting behind Jericho, and he was like, "Hold on a second. You know what? Shut up." Mm -hmm. Or whatever he said, and the crowd's like, "Oh, boo!" Like, it's like, "Shut the hell up." Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho's not nostalgia. That guy's the fucking present. Get over yourselves. And then when he goes, "Yeah," and Cody, I'm gonna beat the ever living shit out of you. I'm like, "Yes, let's go." 
You got fucking Supermark Ryan Satin. Like, God, I oh hate my God. him. Jericho, Jericho used shit in his promo, and it wasn't censored. Like, okay, yeah, that okay, was the yeah, bro. Okay, that was the narkiest fucking tweet I've ever read in my life. Like, how big of a fucking geek like can you yeah. be? Like, it's like, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's like. Oh my god! It's not he even said, like he said I don't even have like an opinion shit? on the cussing or not. He said shit. Yeah. Oh, oh my. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Dude, you it's can like, say dude. fuck on FX now. Like, yeah, it's, it's like not dude, a, it's cable television. I'm pretty sure they can say fuck if they want to. Like, yeah, I know they on USA they can. Yeah, like, and uh, my Mr. Robot show they said it at least ten times in the first episode well, on. Sunday. That's when I brought up here. I really confused the fuck out of Twitter people. Uh, today because that's when i brought up like dude wwe literally did this like three months ago with Corey graves when Strowman put lashley yeah. through the stage he said holy shit and so all you know all those twitter people are like did he just say something good about wwe it's like yeah i want to like wwe motherfucker i like the wrestlers on that show it's not their fault it's the fucking talent it's the fucking uh creative and vince mcmahon yeah we're just like we just know it can be better Right. That's that's what's so fucking frustrating is that these shows should not be bad. These shows should not be bad at all. These should be yeah. – sh- we shouldn't even be arguing about this. Raw and SmackDown should be blowing AEW and NXT away. That's how yep. good that roster is. That that yeah. should not even be fucking close right now. And the fact that they are the two worst shows, that's fucking irritating. And it's not hate-watching WWE. Again – this is just watching wrestling and just watching wrestlers that we like. And it's bullshit that they're going through something like this. And Kofi losing the WWE championship in eight seconds. The first, let me put it this way. The first black WWE champion loses in eight fucking seconds. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be a little pissed about that. That's bullshit. Kofi deserves better. Kofi at least deserves fucking five minutes against Lesnar. Like, yeah, he at least deserves some kind of offense or something. That was just something like a one trouble in paradise. Yeah, anything. Like yeah, they, uh, like he's like you said. It's like we don't want to hate it. No, we, we don't. know it can be better. That's why I think the, I told the text to you. I was like the people that aren't as overly upset about it and like or like kind of excited or don't like what AEW is doing are the same people that probably started watching in like. 2000 like 12 13 and all they're used to is like this kind of stuff and it's like like we're not asking for like attitude errors like like naughtiness and fucking edginess i mean yeah we we do kind of want that but it's like bro there's just like no stories no like like they want storytelling like they're like they're terrible like it's almost like they're like redirect they're like they have a story going but they keep like putting out new rough drafts within the story and it keep like it, it loses its direction and it makes right. no sense. And how like many the times... Lacey Evans one, it's like Ugh. you have them fight a billion times and then they put on, I guess it was a pretty good match Monday. I will say the yeah, last the, woman standing the last match. Woman why standing wouldn't you put... match was actually like really good. Like I will say, why that wouldn't you wrong. put that? Why wouldn't you put that on the hell in the cell pay-per-view to end the feud? Right. That's my thing. Like why do it on a Monday? And I'd be like, well, you to get ratings. That's like, or, well, back in the day, they never had to fucking do that shit to get ratings. They just the feuds ended at the pay-per-view. That's why they're the pay-per-view. It's where or, the feuds are supposed you to know, end. Instead of just putting together like a um, Randy Orton Ali match that has a legit story behind it. God forbid, like we got a story yeah. that built up to that match. No, we just like, here's the match. It's like, there could have been so much story that could have been told before this. Like, 
Right, that's and it was a really fucking good match. It was, and that, but that's that's my fucking like issue with WWE. They don't tell stories anymore. They just throw no. in these matches, and it's just like, but where's the stories? Like, where? Why is yeah. this happening? Like AEW, yeah. and people are gonna argue like, well, AEW just putting together matches, dude. They're on their second fucking week. They're just getting started, and yet they're right. still their storytelling is still more compelling than main roster WWE. Like their storytelling in their dark matches. Yeah. Like, fuck, <laughs> the main event of AEW Dark next week is Joey Janela versus Kenny Omega. Like, in an unsanctioned lights-out match. <laughs> is it really? Is That's that what awesome. it is? Yeah, it's an unsanctioned lights-out match. I didn't know that. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. fuck, yeah. But, um, yeah, man, it's just, like, it's just lazy. And, like, my main thing that I hit my point on this past weekend, when people were going at us, of course, just like Bill Burr says, people just like to take shit out of context without really like realizing like what like the joke or the statement is about. And mm. our tweet this weekend is like four fucking matches. That's lazy. And of course, people are like, oh, you don't like it. Don't fucking watch. And it's like, oh, look at wrestling fans complaining about four matches. Oh, 12 matches is too long. Oh, I wish it was shorter, blah, blah, blah. And then you get it. It's like, oh, you guys are never happy. It's like, dude, that's not the point. You can have 10 matches on the card. But if t- if seven of those matches aren't don't have any stories attached to them or we've seen those matches a thousand times what's the point of putting it on the show and then when you have four matches and it's just like there's no effort given into this pay-per-view which it fucking showed it's like what's the point of watching the show again and it's like you have one four-hour pay-per-view you're telling me that raw and smackdown can't produce three to four stories each on each show mm-hmm. they can't produce three to four main stories throughout the two the throughout the three hour and two hour show without it within those three to four stories on each show that should equal out to six to eight matches on the pay-per-view with decent stories give us a reason for each match why we're watching that's not that hard that's not that hard yeah. to do they this only really had wrestling. like two stories going into the pay-per-view yeah they literally they did were, like like out of yeah, the four matches the hell in the cell matches out, well not even that out of the four matches that were announced Rollins and Bray had the story, but two other matches were the same story because they were intertwined together with uh, the women's title matches. Right, yeah. So it's like, <laughs> that's just one story. That's not separate stories because they've been together each week. So, Right. But And then you had, what was the fourth match that was announced prior? Um, there was Bailey and Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, there was one other match. There was four matches announced. Um, the women's tag match? No, that was just thrown together the day of, which that match was. Oh, good. yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was. Um, what shit, was what was match? it? Um, dun, dun, dun. Oh, 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 uh, the tag match with uh, Rowan. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, and that match was good. See, here's the thing. Yeah, Hell in a Cell was okay. The pay per view was okay, um, yeah. but the matches that were good were good. But then the rest of the car was just like, okay, but why is this happening? Like, exactly. And it's just like it makes no sense. Um, yeah. Now you go back to AEW for a second. The ending of the show was fucking uncontrolled chaos. And something that we haven't seen in forever that WWE used to do all the time. And yeah, like, and people were calling out to being like, oh, fucking AEW is just doing these 
like makes no sense uh like chaos at the end it like actually and i was like bro wwe did the same thing and it used yeah. to be awesome yeah i was like go back and watch like an attitude go back and watch like an early 2000s late 90s episode of raw raw used to always start with uncontrolled chaos where you have people running down the ring rock rock bottom triple h pedigree stone cold comes yep. right out stunner kane choke slam like yep and it was just uncontrolled and then it like AEW did it per like the first week uh the elite you know Got kind of took the L there with uh, the inner circle uh, taking them down, you know. And then this week it was kind of like uh, the elite kind of got a little bit of payback, but also, you know, you had uh, Jericho and them like walking up the ramp like a little bit. Like both sides got their shit in. It's your funeral, uh, with, bitch. With, yeah, with the elite taking a little bit back this week, it was mm-hmm. it 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 was perfect. It wasn't like you know like the the chaos we see now at the end of Raw is like. It's 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 not even you have chaos people, anymore. You have too like many, how many times in, on Raw have we seen a brawl happen and the security or like their locker room jumps out and they have to separate the wrestlers and it's like oh and then the fucking... guy gets away right and then they get him back apart and then the guy gets away and it's like really like we've seen it a thousand times mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's old news. AEW did it perfectly and there were so many like I wasn't expecting Darby Allen to come down at the end of AEW. Because I kind of like didn't think about it, and then he fucking oh, that was just dude, one of the coolest that fucking spot. Ever. I was like, he's on the skateboard, he's on the skateboard, <laughs> dude. I was confused. I was at first, I was like, who's this guy coming? And then I was like, oh shit, it's Darby on a skateboard. He flew off perfectly and got his shit in, and then he's kind of sitting down in dude. front of the elite, like you know. And could you it, imagine it was, if he fell just, off the skateboard? <laughs> I was thinking that. I was like, oh my god. And then you know, then he gives Jericho a crack with the uh, skateboard. It was just like it, 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 it was. It was the last two weeks they've ended their show so perfectly leading into like so like you didn't forget they didn't leave out the fact that Darby Allen has a chance to go against Chris Jericho. No, but did you see they missed their mark? Did you hear Jericho? If you mm. have AEW taped, go back and watch that part because it's fucking hilarious because I caught it the second time around. But <laughs> when um so if you go back and watch like all the wrestlers are in the ring looking at Jericho and Jericho starts to walk up the ramp and nothing happens and Jericho keeps like looking behind him and he's like looking around and he's like what the hell and like you can kind of tell like somebody's missing the spot and then he goes back grabs the referee and off camera you can hear Jericho going send him fucking send him send him yeah Yeah, okay I remember that part now yeah because he grabbed the referee and started yelling out right after that (laughs) yeah it was just the way they ended their shows have just been awesome because it's just been there's so many stories within those those two factions. It's just it's it's awesome. How about fucking MJF just taking over the crowd, man? I got goosebumps oh, when that dude, happened. I I thought he was gonna turn the slow dude. That slow burn, man. He's gonna it's gonna know, happen. The, but like dude, that slow the, burn the is crowd, fucking awesome. See, and the difference between WWE doing like a weird heel turn. And like AEW, what they're doing with MJF, it's like when Bailey turned, they wait too late to do their stuff. Like when Bailey turned, uh, kind of turned, I guess, uh, the crowd was like chanting yes. Like you don't want your crowd to be cheering for a heel turn. You want to, like when, right. when when MJF was going to do it, the crowd was like kind of cheering, but also kind of like in suspense. Like, oh my, no, is, is it going to happen? I'm like, is he going to. No, they were chanting no. They were it, going, no, 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 no. And then like, he well, yeah, had... but it, it was kind of like a. 
it was kind of like a mixed reaction a little bit. I was like, oh fuck no, but like oh shit, this will be awesome if it happens. Like mm-hmm. they weren't they weren't chanting for a heel turn. Because you want to know the biggest difference between AEW and main roster WWE right now? NXT, I, as I can say, is good with AEW. Here's the difference between NXT AEW versus the main roster WWE. Uh, baby faces in AEW and NXT are actually over. That's the fucking issue. Main roster yep. baby faces are they don't know how to book them. Like, nope, not at all. Like it's too late when they try to do shit. Right, and then yeah, it's it's just I'm way wait, too late. I'm like waiting to talk about the last part of Hell in a Cell on purpose because I know uh, that's going to be something we're going to stick on for a minute. But um, but yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's they, they just wait too long. Like you, your crowd shouldn't be chanting for a heel turn with somebody. Well, and it's like that means you've waited way too long. Bailey last summer basically turned on Sasha, and then they went through anger management. They tried to recreate Team Hell No with Sasha and Bailey, and it's just like, yeah. But we don't want that. We want them to actually wrestle each other, like, yeah, and hate each other. Yeah, because like the last time they did was one of the greatest women's matches of all time. Like, yep. Yep, that's a it's just a huge difference. But yeah, it was just I, I just I've loved everything about AEW so far. I don't have you know they've had a couple matches that put in the like the past two weeks that they weren't right. anything special, but and they're you need a just cool showcase. They're, they're sh- and you also yeah, and you also got to showcase people, and you got to start somewhere. So you know, Maybe. and they've done a good job at that. So I I fucking. Uh, I, it it hypes me up every week. The last two weeks they've ended the show. I've just been like, that was just awesome. Uh, and you have people being like, well, WWE does the same thing with main event and superstars. You know, they've done the same thing as AEW Dark, and it's like, yeah, but like those shows don't mean anything. Wins losses on that show doesn't mean anything towards anybody. Like, yeah, it, uh, Darby beat Shima, and Cody like had to explain to somebody on Twitter. They were like. Well, how come Darby's getting the match like over so and so? Yep, and well, and he was like, "Well, he put on that phenomenal. Uh, he might have did he win that Cracker Barrel match? No, he lost against Havoc. Havoc won that match. That's, that's why, right. That's why Jimmy but, Havoc was in the match on Wednesday. That's right. But he's like, he put on. Uh, he's like, even if you, it's like college football rankings. Like you might lose, but if you show your worth, you can bump up in the rankings." So that's pretty much how he explained it. He was like, well, Darby put on that phenomenal Cracker Barrel match, and then he beat Shima, who is a phenomenal wrestler, and granted it was on the Dark Show, but he beat him, and that matters. So he's kind of earned his spot. And I think people need to understand that it's going to be a hybrid of, like, wins and losses matter, but also you have to put creative into it, if that makes any sense, you know? like, Oh, yeah. It's not going to be strictly based on the rankings. Like, those are going to help, but you also have to... Because you're well, gonna have the people. It, it's gonna come down to being like, well, so and so's record's like thirteen and two, and he's thirteen and two too. So like, how come he doesn't have a shot? It's like, well, you kind of have to. You have to give and take a little bit with the creative well, as well. It's gonna get a lot harder too once you get three years into the show, and these numbers are gonna be like a hundred to like hundred and like ten or like whatever. You okay, know? like so Bowman one's lopsided. Came, it's gonna be that's why you have to have like the creative part of. So me and Bowman kind of came up with an idea, which. Might be hard to do. Probably won't do it. But if their WrestleMania is going to be all out, which it more likely will be, start a new season with new records. I like that. I actually it's, really like it. That. It's kind of weird because it's like 
you know, if a guy finishes, you know, this, let's call it the season, like pretty well, but then he has to start over. It's like, it's I, I I don't know. It's an idea. I think it's kind of it actually would kind of be pretty creative. Then you wouldn't have like you know three years down the road where it's like, and he's two hundred and forty seven and one hundred and fifty six. That just gets out of hand. But I think right. I think if they do like if they do it almost like a sports season, or you could have you get like, that guy. You could have like two like they already have two separate spots anyways for records. You could have like season one or overall record yep. that, and then this season. That. This exactly. I think that'd I like be kind of cool. And then, and then you can go back. It's almost like you know when you go to like NHL references, and it's like you go back, and it's like, oh, Cody Rhodes in 2019 was. I'm just throwing out random numbers here, obviously, but he was, uh, you know, 37 and like 15 uh, with like 10 pay per view wins and stuff like that. It's like, oh man, do you remember that year? Do you remember that fucking 2019 year Cody had? It's kind of you know you can kind of go back to like the references and look at that, and it's like it's just something interesting kind of think about well then it's different i like that i like that a lot actually yeah well and it's, a, to, it's uh, a great way to get like you know a new wrestler into the fold too if his record's bad so exactly it's like you get to kind of start the year fresh a little bit mm-hmm. and it's kind of i guess it'd be weird because it's like what if you have stories carry over it's like well you can still do that you just can't, yeah you, you have to play with it a little bit you have to you, you gotta like i said you gotta give and take on the record stuff like it's gonna right. mean something but also, you have to be. You have to understand that they got to throw creative into it, and uh, you know, see what it matters. You know, their wins and losses actually matter. Where, or if they put on a good match, it matters. Unlike where you have uh, Buddy Murphy who uh, put on phenomenal matches for like a month, and then just I don't know if he's hurt or what. But no, they're just like, rests, oh yeah, no. Him and Ali with the dark match at uh, Friday Night SmackDown. Oh. oh, okay, yeah. It's like, oh, so you just completely this doesn't matter. It's like they showcase a the guy, then they take him back. It's it like, makes no the sense. The guy gets over with the audience. The crowd <laughs> literally chants his name every time he wrestles a match. And it's like, hey, we're not going to use him for the next uh, month and a half now. He hasn't yeah, been on TV like, since the first round matchup of the King of the Ring tournament. And that was in August. Yeah, it just did. Uh, I think that was like end of August. Yeah, and we're all like, fuck, yes, Buddy Murphy's finally getting his shot. This is awesome. Look at him go. Like. He's earning a spot, and then they just like, oh, nope, that was thanks, buddy. That was fun for actually, a couple weeks. Actually, that may have been mid-August because SummerSlam was like early in August this year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and, it was early in August this yeah, year. And he beat Brian. He beat he Brian, beat Brian week, and the then put on before. a phenomenal yeah. match against uh, Roman. Yeah, and then put on a great match against Ali, and then hasn't been seen since. Yeah, just makes. This is where makes no sense. That's. This is where if WWE is smart, they put all of their major, major, major stars on SmackDown. Put all the yep. big people, all the big names on SmackDown. And then you have Raw, three hours. You have three hours to build all the extra talent that you don't use, that people want to see as mm-hmm. Buddy Murphy, Ali, Andrade. Put Mysterio over there. Fucking keep. Wyatt on Raw for now, like fucking keep Strowman on Raw, like and just make Raw fresh, make Raw fresh, make Raw different. And if you mm-hmm. SmackDown can be your shell of a fucking corporate business model that you want it to be. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that a hundred percent. It's just so unlike fucking. I mean, I I I doubt Darby Allen gets the win over Jericho next week. I don't think he's going to. Um, but. Uh, it could happen. It could happen. Yeah. I doubt it does, but I mean, it, it, 
it, it could happen. I, maybe it'll end with uh, he'll probably get interfered. Maybe like it'll be an interference that cost him the match or something like that. Also, the people that are like, there's way too many of this like ignored interference going on in uh, AEW, like running through the match and like interfering and like uh, cheap shotting guys. I'm like, that's how you get heat, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What do you mean? Like that's how that's how you get heat with a faction. See, that's like, what they're supposed to do. It's funny because like these people, like you texted me earlier today. It's like I feel like a lot of these wrestling fans that are bitching and just sticking up strictly for WWE started watching wrestling like after the Monday Night Wars or like in early or like early 2010s, and yeah. they don't understand how rivalries and like competition works and how wrestling used to be and like how wrestling should be because all they know is WWE telling them like, Oh, people won against us in the nineties and guess what? We won. So we're number one. So they just, they're believing everything WWE says. And then number two, they're also, that's the only style of wrestling that they know is what they watch on Mondays on Monday nights and now Friday nights. And WWE just has this, it's it's old. It's washed up and it's old, and it's just this formula that's just it's boring. It's a boring they're, formula. They're right used now. To, they're used to like the same old plain old way of getting heat that WWE does now. Whether it's like a promo or like a cheap shot backstage, it's like no man. This is how heels got heat, especially like factions and tag teams back in the day. There was a lot of interference behind the refs' back. It's that's that's just old school tag team wrestling right yep. there. One guy you, you distract the ref and you get away with some well, shit or. Somebody runs in and throws a clothesline out of nowhere to to, to fuck a guy. Oh, it's WWE that's, now. That's how you get <laughs> WWE now is it's like if you want to get heat, uh, you just go out there and cut a promo in the crowd and why they're stupid and why they wear cheese heads and it's like, but why? Yep. But why? Yep. And if you want to if you want to be a face, just make sure you're posting uh, inspirational stuff twenty four seven. How you're taking opportunities and you're in it. No matter what, you keep fighting towards your goal. It's, it's like, like what Moxley said on the Talkers Jericho podcast. He's like, why can't I just go out there and just beat up Seth? So why can't I just keep attacking him? Why do I have to rip on the crowd? Ripping on the crowd makes no sense for my character. Like, I should not. Yeah. Like Ambrose said, I should not give a fuck about the crowd. Like, I shouldn't even. I should act like that they don't even exist. And I should just go yep. out there. And my main focus is just making Seth Rollins' life a living hell. And it's like yeah. that's I mean, that is what it should have been. And you can tell. You go back and watch the Rollins Ambrose match from TLC last year. Ambrose is just done. Like he is just oh, yeah. done. Like he is not motivated. He is over it. Like you can tell. Like you could tell it was in the works for a while that he wanted to leave. Like and oh, I, yeah. his performances totally show. Yeah. I think after the whole Lesnar thing, he was just like, Okay, this company obviously Mm-hmm doesn't care about much creative or anything it's yeah it's it's like the only there's only so many things you can say about a crowd to get heat either make fun of the way they look the way they sound or their sports teams well that's it what (laughs) what fucked over ambrose the first time like really bad well lesnar was the one and then the stone cold podcast killed him like yeah which was like it was even like that was so blown out of proportion like Ambrose was just yeah. like, yeah, I mean, it is what it is, and like, I don't know, I th- I totally think that was blown out of proportion. I think it was, that too, then. it was awkward, and I think I like Dean, you know, John, my, just Dean at the time didn't really like kind of give in to Stone Cold's questions, and I'm sure I'm sure Vince was had Stone Cold's podcast 
stricted down to whatever he kind of wanted it to be. We're like, if mm -hmm. if Austin and Moxley sat down today and totally had a different. fucking interview, be totally different. They'd agree on so much. Yep. All right. Yeah, it's just. Um, should we get into it? Yep. Let's get into it. Uh, number one, knew you were fucking with me. Uh, number two, <laughs> like, I, did I did I almost get you a little bit though when I was like Bowman liked it and he doesn't like anything? No. So you your cell job wasn't good. Um, what I when I I did almost believe you at one point though, because when I tweeted out getting ready to start, I was like, wow, that opening match was like Sasha Banks. Let's say this real quick. Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch, Hell in a Cell match. One of the greatest women's matches of all time. Yeah, it was phenomenal. I really do believe that. That match was fucking awesome. Like, that match was fucking awesome. And yeah. then the show started to decline a little bit. Uh, Brian, I guess just because I haven't heard anything about it, but Brian collapsing on the stage, I guess, was just a sell. Like a, it was a weird sell because he wasn't selling before that, like when right. he was Roman. And Brian being a face again, I don't like it. It's too quick. It's too quick of a turnaround. Like, yeah, I mean, he can pull it off though. Oh I yeah, mean, we both know that's that. But yeah, it's, not, it's so too good. quick. Yeah, Brian's so good, he can pull it off, and he's not doing the yes chance yet. So you know that's coming back soon, which the crowd's right. already doing it. But, um, the Kabuki Warriors winning their heel turn was awesome. Oscar's Oscar using the mist was fucking awesome. It was like, oh my yeah. god, she just turned heel. And th after that match, the show fucking sucked. Yeah. And like, what really sucks is that when the Hell in a Cell match started, I was like, all right, here we go, Hell in a Cell match. So you text music, oh, dude, you're gonna fucking love her, whatever you said. What made me almost believe you was Caden tweeted at us. He's like, you're in for a surprise, and I was like. Uh, okay, maybe he's not fucking with me. <laughs> and the reason why I didn't believe you at first... I, I just I just kept coming with it. <laughs> yeah, and the reason why I didn't believe you at first is because Aaron commented <laughs> on the group, and I saw the notification. I turned off notifications after that because I didn't want to get it spoiled, but Aaron comments with, I'm so fucking done with this company. <laughs> like, So I was like already expecting some shitty ending to happen. And I was worried that you might have looked into the group and saw something, and I was just like hoping maybe you didn't. No, so that's so, why I just kept going with it. So here's the other funny thing: why you almost, oh, I almost bought into you. So I mean, it's no secret that Aaron and I like we disagree on wrestling opinions sometimes. And uh, and hey, guess what, people? That's okay. <laughs> like we can yeah. we can you know what we can friendly debate about something and not chew each other's heads off. Like that's guess what. He may like something that I don't like, and I may like something that he doesn't like. That's okay. Like, something that the fucking wrestling fans need to fucking learn. Like, yeah. so, because of thinking that, I was like, okay, maybe the show is going to end pretty well. Match starts, and I might be the only fan in the world that loved the fucking lighting. Like, dude, I fucking loved it. Uh, I, I thought it was a cool idea, and I liked it. At first, but then it's the kind of as the I think it was more or less the way the match went is where I was kind of like, okay, this it kind of stopped doing anything for me. So, see, I liked it because it was like it reminded me because it was such it gave off such a horror vibe to it. Yeah, definitely. And like 
there's a there's a several shots in that match that I thought were so fucking cool. And the one that speaks out to me is when he gets like that giant when Wyatt gets that giant hammer out. Yeah. And the way he starts slow walking to Rollins, I was like, this is like it reminds me of a um there's a Freddy Krueger movie where like they're in like a boiler room and like the lighting is like bright red like that. And mm-hmm. like Freddy's like slowly walking towards like the victim, like very slowly. I'm like, that's what that reminds me of. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. Like, so the way that it gave off just that vibe, that's why I really liked it. Cause it fits so well with this character and it's Halloween time. So I loved it. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I can, I definitely understand that. That's why like, I didn't like even, I wasn't going to like argue with it. Cause I knew you'd like it full heartedly for those reasons. And I thought it was cool too, but just the way the match went, I was kind of like, it, it was all the offense Seth was getting where I was kind of like, which I also get though, where it's like, okay, you got the creepy aura, uh, where like the victims actually like the monster guy, bad, evil looking guy is getting like the shit kicked out of him, and it's like you got the creepy coloring to it, right? But I was expecting, I was expecting the lighting to be more or less play, uh, the fiend's playground, if that makes any sense. Yeah, well, I was, that's what I. And then when that wasn't really happening, I was kind of like, eh. This match was totally booked like a horror movie where it's like mm-hmm. you do you throw everything you can at like the fucking killer and the killer just keeps coming back. It's like the it's what's it's like what they say in Scream. It's like never like if you think like the person's dead, he's never dead. There's always the killer always comes back. And right. That was the only thing I liked at the end of the match. It's the way he came back. I'm like, "Okay, that they booked this movie like a fucking horror movie." All right. Mm-hmm. That's I understand that I get that I like that. However, I don't like the fact that the finishing moves was overdone. That the stomps were overdone. Now the stomp That's, the stomp doesn't look believable anymore. Now, what do you, I, I get doing like the first set of stomps and they're not working? But after that, well, and then I, okay. Before I say this, he did yes. You start using weapons and whatever. But before that, instead of keep doing the stomps over and over. He should have taken him outside of the ring and like drug his face along the cage. Mm-hmm. He should have used the cell more as a weapon to like try to take him down, right? Instead of like all the stomps and then throwing all like the shit on him. It was just, it was just way too many stomps. It, it was, was overkill. Like, it, yeah, the crowd was like, boo. The crowd like, was shitting some- on it because guess do what? Do something else. The crowd was shitting on it, and it's like what you said a couple weeks ago. You were like, hey, Vince, you. Test you do these test runs at your shows and stuff and see how they go over with the crowd. But guess what? The crowd can tape that and they put it on the internet. We see it already. Right when exactly. Rollins started doing that, the crowds immediately started cheating on it because guess what? We've already seen this. Like, yeah, and yeah. It's just, we already and saw it. Was it was dumb then. Like, yeah, it was just it was just overused, man. It was it made no sense. I'll give credit to Seth. Like, this isn't Seth's fault or anything. I'll give credit to Seth. Like. His facial expressions of like being freaked he out and scared it. have he been really it. good. Yeah. They've been really good. But it's just like the fact they're telling him like, no, you're just going to go out there and you're going to hit him with stomp after stomp and he's going to, and that's going to make him look invincible. It's like, no, dude, like have him, have Seth use that cell as a weapon to keep trying to take him right. down and beat him and shit. He well, bash his head across the cage a thousand times. I don't care. 
And this is do where... Do something different, though. Again, the gimmick pay-per-views need to go away because they book themselves yep. into a fucking corner. Because guess what? Yep. If you have a regular match, a singles match between Rollins and The Fiend the first time, uh, you can do the DQ finish because it makes sense that way. But mm-hmm. Hell in a Cell matches should never end in a fucking disqualification. Like, nope. that's my or... biggest gripe. Otherwise, I thought the match itself, guess what? You WWE fucking losers out there. I actually thought the match was fucking booked pretty goddamn well, except for the very, very fucking end. Like, like, guess what? Yeah, I but... actually enjoyed the goddamn match. But the DQ really just doesn't do it because it makes no sense, especially when Mick Foley almost died in the Hell in a Cell. And guess what? That match didn't fucking stop. They kept going because it's a Hell in a Cell yeah. match. Like, and it can't end in like a no contest. And I know, Second I think one of man, I think it was like no mankind, contest. mankind and Canes ended in a no contest. But I think the story back then it like kind of actually made sense. But it's like, yeah, but you said we had back to back years where it ends in a no contest. And last year it was because Brock Lesnar comes in and interferes when it's like that should have been Strowman's time to win the title and fucking push him. Yep, and they fucked it up by bringing Brock back for another Brock run, and it was like, yeah, and then you just do this with, the, and it's like people are like, oh, you just you're mad because the Fiend didn't win. It's like, no, uh, like... I I did I did want the Fiend to win, and yes, that bothered me a little bit, but the fact that it ended in a no DQ is just is just ridiculous. I mean, it ended in a DQ. You yeah, well that fucking well, it's like the, the X Pac on the uh, watch along thing or whatever when yeah. he was like. You might never ask me back, but how do you end a hell in a cell? And then you got that stupid little nerdy guy on that stupid show they had. What's I can't it called stand now? That guy, dude. What, I what, cannot what are those shows? stand that guy. I don't know what those shows are called, and maybe those guys the bump like, or whatever oh, I, it's called. I used, yeah. Oh, I, 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 I like wrestling growing up. It's like you're, you're not a wrestling fan. You might as well be on the E Network, fucking talking about shit because that's what you are. You're you're just like an entertainment publicist person for WWE, right? You and don't I know. Love... And he was like, but it, it wasn't it wasn't a DQ X pocket. Like, shut up, shut I, your mouth. And it's so funny how mouth, like those people later nerd. that week were like, they're like, oh man, I'm kind of disappointed in the crowd. You know, I'm disappointed in the crowd the way they acted. They shouldn't have acted like that, man. Oh yeah. And it's just like, at the same time, to myself, well, I tweeted it out. I'm like, this is why I tweeted out. I'm like, well, if I was getting paid by WWE, I would say the same thing, but. I'm not. The show sucked. And then, of course, you have one person tweet out, we're not getting paid by AEW. And I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up, dude. Oh, yeah. Jesus, God. shut up. Um, yeah, well, there was the one tweet that was, like, bashing the guy who had the Seth Rollins is not cool sign. Like, you can't, it's like, you can't not like a guy and, and you can't be a fan in the crowd and make a sign about not liking a guy? What? Like, what? Right. That's what you're like. That's the reason you're a fan. You have a choice to pick who you like and don't, and who you don't like. Even if they're supposed to be the guy you're supposed to cheer for, guess what? You can still fucking hate them. Right. And <laughs> you're a fan. It's your choice. Like the thing that like also doesn't the thing that doesn't make sense the most is that Hell in a Cell matches are designed to end the feud because it's supposed to be your big blow off to the feud. That's supposed to be the end. It's supposed yep. to be the last time they wrestle. Like that's it. This is the first time. This is the first match of the feud. Like, to have a Hell in a Cell mm-hmm. match, you're instantly booking yourselves into a fucking corner now because WWE doesn't want Seth to lose the title, which is understandable. He just got it back. 
maybe you should never have lost it to Lesnar. I don't know. Just throw that out there. Because mm-hmm. Lesnar holding the title for three weeks was really good. But mm-hmm. um, And then you don't want the Fiend to lose because if he loses, then, like, that kills the Fiend yeah. immediately. And it's like... So just don't book the match. Right. Just, <laughs> like, have the Fiend... If you want a Hell in a Cell match, why don't you put the Fiend against fucking Strowman? But I guess then you got Tyson Fury. Yay. Okay? Oh, yeah, put yeah. the Fiend against fucking, uh, I don't know, anyone. <laughs> like... Anyone. Yeah. yeah. He should have came back and started a feud with somebody else then. Then you could have done fucking Rollins and Styles for the title. Like. Yeah. It's like you just. you Hell in the Cells were meant to end feuds. Like you look back like Cactus Jack, uh, Triple H. I think it was like 2002 No Way Out maybe. That feud ended. Because there was a story and a story built. Was it 2000? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah, 2000. And it's like, okay. And how did this feud end? in a fucking hell in a cell at no way out because that's the way they're supposed to happen. Yep. Uh, Triple H Batista, hell in a cell. The last time yep. Shawn Michaels and Triple H ever wrestled each other. Guess what? Hell in a cell. Like, yep. Like I said, it, it's the, the gimmick pay-per-view kills them because it's like once SummerSlam's end and they start, that, that next Monday, the first person that comes out against the guy with the title, you know it's going to a hell in a cell. And it's like, okay. Like, it's just the same story. Right. It's 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 just been the same story for Hell in a Cell for fucking however long they've been doing it as a pay per view. It's like mm-hmm. you gotta <laughs> figure it out. Fuck the Same only with the TLC pay per view. I would love to see a TLC tag team match at fucking uh, I don't know fucking uh, SummerSlam or fucking one of these other pay per views just right. out of nowhere. There's three gimmick pay per views that need to stick around. Only three: Royal Rumble, Money in the Bank. And Elimination Chamber. Those are the only three gimmick pay-per-views that sh- should still be there. Obviously, Survivor Series, but they don't even do Survivor Series right anymore. Like the whole reason of Survivor Series was like a tournament of like teams. Like King of the Ring was another one that made sense. They don't obviously they butchered that. Like, like I don't know. But yeah. Th- those are the only gimmick pay-per-views I think that should stick around because Money in the Bank makes sense. Royal Rumble makes sense. Elimination Chamber right. even makes sense because it's like. The road bump, the fucking roadblock before WrestleMania. Like, that's where now the champion has to earn a spot. Like, yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, they just, they they need to figure that out. It's just, nobody buys into the Hell in a Cell match anymore. Like, they don't have that much. No, they don't. Like, they can be cool matches, but it's like, man, I want that shock factor of not knowing when that Hell in a Cell match is going to come. Yep. That's what's huge is that when they cut that promo two weeks before the pay-per-view or a week before where where you have no idea, like, okay, you know it's going to be a crazy match, but what is it? Is it going to be just a no-DQ match or what? And then, boom, they hit you with a me and you, hell in a cell, no way, there's no way you're getting out of there, blah, blah, blah. It's like, fuck, yes, let's mm-hmm. go. Like I said, totally now, it's like Summer, SummerSlam ends, well, okay, but you got Night of Champions or whatever the hell it is that is in between, but you know what's coming. You know what's yep. coming. The first guy that goes after the title, it's like, okay, well, here they go for the hell to sell. What story are they going to tell? Oh, well, he'll probably cheap shot him a few times and say some bad things about him and piss him off, and he's going to be like, I want you in the place where nothing, anything can happen, especially disqualifications, and uh, yep. we're going to fucking fight in the hell in a cell. It's like, and, all right, well, piss off. <laughs> yeah, and then um... – I'm also going to throw it back to Vince's uh, conference call from uh, about a month and a half ago. Uh, we're not going to do all the blood and 
guts, you know, disgusting stuff. So we'll leave that for AEW. And then, literally, end of Hell in a Cell, Seth is bleeding out of, like, throwing up out of his mouth blood because of the mandible claw. It's like, okay, Vince. Right. See, like, what they... <laughs> what the fuck? They should have... Uh, they should have done that spot, like, five minutes before they did it. Or, um... I don't know, maybe take a risk, take a fucking chance, let Wyatt win the match, and have him win like that. Yeah, they should have, Seth, Seth, what he should have done is, the referee should have not called the match. Then you call the, you know what, then you call the match, when he starts throwing up the blood. Like. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe even. Yeah. And even then you can be like, maybe Seth or Bray doesn't technically get the win because of, I don't know, like it was such a serious kind of looking moment, but. It should have been Seth, after he hit him with the sledgehammer, taking the stuff off of Bray to pin him, and then that's when Bray hits him with that fucking claw and the blood's everywhere and all that shit. That's, right. and that's what I would have done. It kind of makes no sense for the referee to really care about the Fiend because he's like a monster. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Dude, It's like what Bully Ray said on this. He goes, you, and people have said this before, you don't put the heat on the referee. Right. The ref... <laughs> The referee's not there to get heat at all. And they put, they've done it many times, I feel like, in the last couple of years. So they put the heat on the referee, and it's like, why would you do that? Right. It's, it's fucking dumb. It is dumb. It is so dumb. Um, But, like, yeah, it's like WWE main roster. It's like you have the best talent in the world. It should be the, the two best shows every week. Like, it shouldn't even be... It should not even be a comparison. Those Raw and SmackDown should be the two best shows every week. And the fact that it's not is saying something. And I don't know if you saw Corey Graves' tweet after uh, Hell in a Cell, but he basically was like, there's a reason that reset button's coming. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, yeah. Well, dude, like how many times have we heard, though, like we've felt like we're getting a reset button and they just fuck it up? Well, they just go back to the formula. Like, Yeah, man. It's it, – they're – they basically are just uh, – I forget who who it was, but they had like a little – it was a little podcast, and it was just an eight-minute clip of them going off about it. And it basically was just like they're treating – Vince is treating us like, like children yep. pretty much. Like, well, this you – no, know, you know, this is uh, – we don't think you're smart. You don't understand what's going on, so we're just going to keep feeding you the, the same thing. Oh, we're going to do a superstar shakeup, but we're going to fuck that up, so we're going to give you this wild card rule that makes no sense and fuck that up. Uh, oh shit! We need ratings. Uh, call in some celebrities. Like, if, 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 if I, I'm not mad about the use of celebrities, and but I don't understand it's the people that love WWE in the main roster so much, but shit on us for getting mad that WWE is using these people when they should be using the roster that they have. Right. That that's more or less our gripe. Like instead, it, it, of, like you're basically you're saying like instead of bringing back Goldberg for a squash match against Ziggler, let's use that time to build like Buddy Murphy or like Andrade. Yeah, yeah, or Ali. Like right. That's what, and the people are just like, oh, you, oh, like AEW doesn't do it. It's like, dude, that's not our point. Our point is that we're kind of agreeing with you, dumb marks that are like, oh, but the main see, roster is so good. It, we know it's good. But what we're mad about is that. Vince McMahon doesn't care to use that roster. When AEW brings in a legend, like an old-timer or a legend, they mix them into the current roster and still put over 
the current roster. They still make it about the current roster once that legend walks back up the ramp. Like, yep. say that's you the about, biggest difference. Say what you want about Dustin Rhodes uh, being back or whatever and them you know, using another WWE guy. That guy looks completely rejuvenated and it mm-hmm. feels like his passion for wrestling is fucking stronger than ever. He's out there fucking busting ass, still doing shit, and putting over people. He took well, that table spot last yeah. week. The guy's fucking 50-something years old. He's got to be broken down. And that table wasn't a very uh, giving table. No, not at all. And you have that, but I'm, t- I'm talking more about like when Arne Anderson and like Tully oh, yeah, came yeah. out. Like They came out, did their spot, walked back up the ramp, and the rest of the match continues. And it's then it's still about the current roster. It's not and about if, the le- like the legends. And if you didn't pop for that Arn Anderson spine buster. You don't know jack shit about wrestling, and you should stop watching because that was right. one of the fucking things ever. And it's just like you said, they went in there, did their shit, got back out, and then went right back to the yep. match. It's not like Goldberg and the Undertaker who stand in the middle of the ring, and then it's like, and then the segment ends with them on top. It's like, what does that do for your current roster? And you guys want to, yeah. and then these same people who stick up for WWE agree with CM Punk, and it's like, but yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like I said, the people that want to rip on us and be like, oh, you're just, hey, look, look, blah, blah, blah. It's like, bro, we're like kind of on your side. You're just missing the point of that. Like, right. we just want the main roster that you love and defend to be used. And if you wanted <laughs> uh, correct use of celebrity uh, on being the elite, uh, Silent Bob and Jungle Boy not talking oh, and just like God. next to each other was that fucking was- hilarious. How about the pettiness of Vince McMahon to say we don't need you guys anymore on SmackDown because they appeared on AEW? <laughs> right. He told Taker, like, you're not needed. And it's like. <sighs> yeah. You tell Undertaker that he's not needed. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. Like. Yeah. And I know we kind of get Taker shit for just going out there doing the promos and not putting anybody over. But yeah, we, we just know just as about. well as anybody that that's. That's Vince being Vince, and Taker's going to do kind of what Vince says and whatever and mm-hmm. all that. But it's like, still, it's fucking Taker, and it's SmackDown, where he was right. a huge guy on. It's the like, 20th anniversary. Bro. Like, he should have an appearance. Like, at least, like, a small, like, appearance. Yeah. But, it's again, like, but if we got that, though, it would just be about him, and he doesn't do anything for the current roster. Right. Yeah. So it's like. It, yeah, like I uh, get it. At the same time, it's like don't advertise it. Then though, don't advertise. Yep. Stone Cold Sting and Austin are gonna, or Stone Cold Sting and Taker are gonna be there, and then not do it. Don't advertise two hundred five live, and then not do it. Like, yep, dude. And we've been saying this all year that these these super showdowns and these uh, crown jewels just fucking just ruin everything. Yep. And sure enough, there's, I mean. Now it's like they got this UFC style press conference Friday announcing, telling us what's going to happen. It's like, is that for bro, Crown Jewel or is that for something else? I feel like that's for something else. I feel like it's probably going to be a mixture of both, but like, we already know what's probably going to happen. And it's like we don't need. I, I just if it's just for the announcement of like those two matches at Crown Jewel, that's a f- I fucking hate WWE more now. <laughs> oh, that's probably what it's going to be, and it's like. It's just dumb. It's like these showdowns and crown jewels are just used for like the legends and fucking yep. to bring in guys like Kane Velasquez and fucking Goldberg. It's for that and blood shit. money, it's dude. Like, yeah, and it's like 
that just ruins the because now we just know for the next couple of weeks like that's what the buildup's going to be where it's like right. yo you could have six weeks to build up to Survivor Series one of your biggest pay per views what are you doing mm-hmm. and then what we get we're getting Flair Team Flair versus Team Hogan so and on the commercials something that's never been done before for the first time ever um hey I hate to break it to you WWE but this exact match happened in TNA like ten years ago. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's just uh, they got to stop with the whole like first time ever and like trying to make all these big moment kind of thing. That the WWE has to stop acting like they're the only promotion like that's around. That's what they need to stop doing. Make it more realistic. Give us like stop treating your fans like they're retarded. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Dude, I'd actually be like I wouldn't care if like on Monday, somebody cut a promo and kind of took a small jab at, like, what AEW did the week before. Like, granted, it'd be dumb to rip on this, but if somebody was just like, oh, how about I just skateboard down the rack? Something dumb, even though, like, that spot was fucking awesome. But, like, I'd be fine with it. Like, I don't... That's the fun in all this, dude. Right. I'm sure you just gotta let fly and let it be, but... Exactly. I I don't know. That that Hell in a Cell ending just completely just did it for me where I was just like, I can't. I think it did it for a lot of people, man. I really do think that. And like people may like people want to say like, Oh, done watching WWE, but yet raw gets 2 million views. It's like raw's always going to get that. Like, that's like the thing that people don't understand. Raw's always going to get that. Like no matter what, but like, and it's not because like people enjoy hate watching WWE. It's because people enjoy professional wrestling and they have hope that it might be better. Yeah, and That's my it. hope has ran out. I gave 10 minutes total to Raw on Monday. Uh, I think I was watching, I think the Blues were on, maybe? Yeah, so I was watching the Blues, and then I'd flip in between. And I wanted to watch the first five minutes of Raw, I'll be honest, because I was hoping they'd come out with, like, Seth or something, and I wanted to see him get fucking booed the shit out of. Um, no, of course, and they never did it. And, like, God forbid, happen. like, you turn Seth heel there, because that's the perfect opportunity to do it. Apparently they like had no mention of the Hell in a Cell match at all. Nope, the whole show. No, they did at the very yeah. end and like a little like video package. Oh joy! Uh, so after the first five minutes, I was like, "This sucks." Then the Blues game was over, and I was like, "I'll catch the last five ten minutes of Raw. Let's see if something happens here." Dude, like, uh, and it was just like it was the Tyson Fury thing, and everybody's like, "Oh, with him and a mic, dude, he can, he's gonna he can say whatever he wants." The dude barely said shit, and then it was just the same fucking security style hold yep. back the wrestler thing that we've seen a thousand times man yep. i was like yep they have no idea what they're doing nope and monday night raw basically i fast after the last woman standing match again great match but after that i fast forward probably through the entire show like it was everything that happened nothing mattered no stories were really told um uh, there wasn't a reason like for anything. It was almost like watching an episode of main event, like, like a superstars yeah. of like nothing really mattered. And it's just like, where's the top guys at? Like, where's yeah. this? This is the last time the wild card rule is in effect. Like, why are they not on the show for the last time? Like, right. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it was just, it was just, I don't get it. I didn't get it. Yeah. It I understand was, uh... that the draft is, uh, tonight or well when this episode comes out it's tonight and but it's just like you guys got to do a little better than like just phoning like that was 
like Jay said, they just phoned it in on purpose because they know the drafts this weekend. But it's just like you guys still have a show to run. Two yeah. million people tuned in to watch one of the most one of the most boring worst shows ever produced by Raw, like ever. Right. And people on Twitter were like, "Wow, this crowd's like really dead." I'm like, "Well, can you blame them? Nothing matters." Like, yeah, nothing, nothing mattered at all, bro. It was a it was a waste of money. I yeah. don't know if I, if I was the main roster, like if I was Seth and the Fiend, I'd be. I'd be a little upset. Like, whoever sat in that meeting and was like, we're going to end this in a DQ. I mean, come on. Those guys had to have a rumor, pulse on the fan and be like, no, that's not going to work. Rumor is that the talent backstage was pissed on the way Hell in a Cell ended, and apparently uh, Rollins was fucking fuming after the pay-per-view. Oh, I would have came back, and I would have fucking just been screaming at Vince. Mm-hmm. I would have, too. I would have, I too. Fire me. Go ahead. Fuck you. Don't release me. However long my contract is when it's up, I'll fucking go elsewhere. <laughs> um, I don't know. Go well, on anyway. strike. Yeah, no doubt. Well, anyway, that was our wrap-up for this week. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what the draft does tomorrow. I do – I mean, I'm in – or tonight. Well, I am intrigued by uh, Seth Rollins and Roman kicks off the match. The winner of the match uh, wins the first pick for the show – for their show. Roman's representing SmackDown, Seth representing Raw. Like, I, I like that they're fighting for like the draft, the number one draft pick. I like that it's not just like you get the draft pick. It's like okay, give us give us a reason why do they get the first pick? What are we doing this match? All right, perfect. Why can't Seth wrestle the other champion? Oh wait, because it's Lesnar. He's not going to be there. Yep, and that's the way it should be. The champion should fight for who gets the pick. Right. And that'd be an awesome match because they've put on like those the last two matches where like Seth came out on top, so it's like, okay, this could be a wild 10, 15 right. minute match to and, see who pick. Well, and Brock like Brock is a great wrestler. Brock is fun to watch. I have an issue with Brock being champion because he's not there every week. Like it's yep. shitting on the rest of the roster and it leaves the rest of the left of the uh, oh my god it leaves the rest of the roster in limbo because it's like they have no world title. What's the point of this show? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. What's the point of them cutting the promos? Like, I just want to keep climbing to the top so I can, you know, be the top of this company and blah, blah, blah. We're like deep down. They know like, well, where's the top of the company at? Because that belt's not fucking around. So what am I fucking right. cutting these? Go for your gold promos for like when Lesnar had the title two years ago, the basically, we could have had the Miz and Roman wrestling for the WWE Championship, but we didn't get that. We could have had uh, Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho ending their feud for the championship, but yeah, nope. Goldberg had to make his pudgy son happy. <laughs> Go ahead and listen to this, Bill. Say something. Matt Riddle will fucking choke you out in a second. <laughs> bro, I'm not your bro. Okay, bro. I'm not your bro. <laughs> All right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I love Matt Riddle, man. Oh, shit. All right. Well, anyway, we're at two hours and like 26 minutes. So let's hit him with that one, two, three finish and get on out of here. Uh, my number one this week, uh, let's go cards, NLCS. Let's get back to that World Series, be on top again. Um, number two, um, uh, another phenomenal outing by AEW, just Start to finish, just solid show. Yeah, for the most part, and just just doing their thing, man. Just sticking to it and fucking grinding. Um, my number three, um, 
Oh, God. I don't... Oh, my number three, uh, Sunday was the worst day of my life. <laughs> I don't know why. That, that's going to be my pinfall for, like, the three count for knocking me out. <laughs> because the Cardinals lost. Hell in the Cell sucked. And then, spoiler, if anybody listens, that listens to this, watches Mr. Robot. But five minutes into the goddamn show, they kill off a character that's been around since the start. And she's one of my favorite people. And they just fucking blow her goddamn head off. And and the, you didn't and you didn't fool me either. So I didn't. It was the worst. You said L's was, all day, man. It was the worst Sunday I've ever had in my life. This is the worst Sunday I've ever had. Hey, do they sell those shirts like in each town, like based like with the town that they're in? I think so. I think they. Okay, do, I think they started doing that. Bowman was wondering. He's like, they need to be doing that because that's an awesome idea. I was mm-hmm. like, I think they already do, and they probably will. Yeah, and Inner so. Circle crashed uh, Pro Wrestling T's website last night twice. <sighs> Love it. Yeah. Um, my number one, uh, obviously, let's go Cardinals. Uh, getting ready for that NLCS game tonight. Let's go. We'll see where we're at next week. Um my number two, shout out to the NWA. NWA Power debuted on YouTube uh, Tuesday night. And, dude, it's a pretty kick-ass wrestling show. It's like it's a total throwback to, like, 80s, like, WCW, like, wrestling. Like, they have the podium there, like, where the wrestlers will cut a promo with, like, an interviewer. Like, old, total nice. old school style. And, like, the the overall feel of the show is just 80s. Like, the intro is an 80s style, like, intro. Like, like that's awesome. It's a total throwback. I saw a lot of good things about it on Twitter. Yeah. It's just, it's unique. It's cool. The way they did it, it's really cool. Uh, and my number three, shout out, uh, Joker. The movie is just fantastic. I highly recommend everybody to go see it. Cool. All right. Well... You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at OffendedPod. Make sure you go to follow PWP Nation at PWP Nation and all social media platforms as well. Go buy our t-shirt at www.prowrestlingtees.com if it's not down, thanks to Inner Circle, by searching Offended. Uh, you can uh, check out our playlist exclusively on Spotify at Offended Presents Songs of the Week. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and PlayStation at Trick1042. You can follow Stoutsy at Jimmy James nine four one seven on Instagram and Twitter. James V Stout on Snapchat. Nice, nice, nice. All right. Episode one twelve in the books. One twelve. All right. We're just moving. We're just moving along, chugging along. Love it. Uh, hockey talks. We'll do one next week. Cool. Um. So yeah, I'll be back next week. All right. Uh, and that about does it for Offended. For Stoutsy, I'm Tricky. This has been Offended, presented by PWP Nation. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.